Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Here in this Monday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. 550-5500, we are not broadcasting today on AM 1600 because the transmitter is dead, dead, dead. And uh, we'll get into that just a little bit so you can kind of uh, learn the, remember, three weeks ago it was the board. Now today uh, we have the transmitter that died, and that is the day the music died, I guess you could say, to a certain degree. We have uh, D. Dowd Muska here, hour one. Let me tell you, for those of you who are listening on Internet, and for those of you who can get us on AM 1490 KRSN 107.1 Los Alamos, if we are still broadcasting there, so we have to do a show. We'll continue to do a show. Uh, that's just the way it's going to be. And uh, we're hopefully going to get ourselves to a point where we're going to be able to go ahead and broadcast uh, on 1600 at a different wattage. So that way we could go ahead and get that replaced at 10,000 watts. And so we can broadcast. So uh, difficult times for the radio station, (laughs) to uh, say the least. But uh, we wouldn't be who we were if we decided, oh, we're just not going to show up. We show up every single day. So Roku TV, reach out to people, let people know that you can get us on Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV. Let's build all this up, okay? I mean, we're in, in probably less than, you know, a couple of days, we're going to have a transmitter will be brand new, and then we want you to go ahead and just go straight to the digital platforms. You can go to abq.fm, kiva.am, okay, rockoftalk.com, all right? Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV. You're going to get our podcast as well, which is why we do the show. You'll continue to get our blasts, uh, which we're going to continue to put out. I told Dowd, I said, man, I don't know what else could possibly happen here. And, and, and I know a lot of you think immediately, it's like, oh, it's sabotage. It's something's happening over here. You know, well, what's going on with your radio station? Why do they keep coming after you? No one's coming after me. Totally fine. We're good. Okay. Not keep- this time. Yeah, and, you, and honestly, you can't really think like that. You can't you you can't go around thinking that everybody's out to get you. I know a lot of people, you know, have that idea given the I don't know popularity of either you know the genre or the station or anything else. You got to just let that self stuff go. You got to let that roll off your back and just show up every single day and just realize you know you have a job to do and no one's out to, to out out to destroy you. Now I have my own ideas about things in general, and uh, everybody knows that I'm pretty good at playing uh, defense because I have a great offense. But what we don't do, what we don't do, is we don't create stories and narratives that uh, just aren't true without uh, some level of substantiation. So, <clears throat> all of our listeners uh, that are out there trying to listen on AM1600, you're not finding us. That's fine, uh, but you can uh, definitely find us. I hope you had an awesome Christmas. Any new shirt to add to the Kiva? Aragon shirt rotation, 59 years old today, and thankful to be alive, unvaccinated, free. So anybody who texts in who wants to know where we're at, you know, they're going to they're gonna immediately know that we are still on the air, except it's up north in Santa Fe and Los Alamos and not in Albuquerque uh, today. I want to thank the other radio station owners who uh, helped tremendously today to try to get us back up and uh, running. 
I also want to make note of the fact that KKOB AM and FM is currently running third in the market, which is very interesting. So they added the the component on the FM side of things, right, which is like 100,000 watts that we got to do. And on top of that, then they still have their AM at uh, 50,000 watts. And uh, it's the first time that I can remember in recent memory that they are not in the top two. And that speaks volumes, uh, especially when it's not about the signal. It's not about the, you know, sales pitch. It is all about the content. And uh, content is absolutely king from top to bottom. So we're in this uh, post-Christmas little era. We're in this uh, little sliver of time. Last time something happened to the radio station, you might recall, that was during Thanksgiving. We let that be. I let the FM go. I said, I don't have control over that. I'm totally fine. You can walk. So this is, you know, the, the way I think of this is, you know, God's always, you know, giving us exactly what we know we, we can handle. And we're handling uh, this today. So that's uh, that's where it is. And I'm uh, very happy and thankful to be on the air wherever you're catching us. Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV at uh, abq.fm, kiva.am, rockoftalk.com. If you're up, up north, it's AM 1490 KRSN 107.1 up in the Los Alamos 1490 in Santa Fe. So, Didad Muska, did you enjoy your Christmas, sir? Uh, yes, I did. It was sort of subdued and quiet, but uh, I had a great meal prepared for me by uh, someone I know in Corrales, shrimp pasta. I had uh, good, long discussions with my sister in Scotland and my folks in Connecticut, and it was just sort of... Uh, Subdued. It's been very cloudy and wet the last couple of days, so it's kind of been like you know Christmas has been kind of. I like the weather. Yeah, well, I mean it's it's so rare here, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I had a I had a good uh, I had a good Christmas. Yeah, I like the weather. I like. And your weather. boys must have had a fabulous. Christmas. They did. They had a great Christmas. Uh, we of course posted uh, pictures on Instagram. It was the first time I was with my family at Christmas, all the way through. Um, you know, for those who. Want to know the on the, the goings on with me? What I've been up to? What I've been doing? Uh, I can tell you, you know, yeah, I'm I've been through a lot, um, but I also put myself through a lot, and nothing could could I be more thankful for uh, than spending this time uh, with my family doing uh, Christmas things uh, for the very first time. Put up a Christmas tree for the first time in years. Uh, that was fun. You know, had a, uh, a a time where my entire family could actually get together. I saw my sister. Went out to Texas to see my sister. So that was good. Uh, and I'm just very thankful about so much. And I hope that you are feeling the reasons to be thankful for the season uh, as well. Uh, thankful for my parents. You know, they had a wonderful, wonderful, uh, you know, uh, another event. We had all my cousins, which I hadn't had in, in ages. Uh, my cousin and his children and then his his, his wife and then, you know, my, my cousin who passed away. Uh, Randy, his children were there. And then we had Nancy, you know, wonderful Nancy. Oh, she yes. was, of course, there. Uh, wonderful person. And then, uh, you know, just everybody who decided to show up. It was really a really loving environment. I was very happy. And, you know, that's really what the uh, season is all about. What is the season has now become, unfortunately, is a lot of scare tactics. Okay, so we have NBA. We have NCAA football, five bowl games, which have now been canceled. I think 116 players are infected in the uh, NBA. Uh, we have the NFL. We have NHL, which is canceled, I believe now, if I'm oh, not mistaken. I'll, I'll check. Yeah, wow, wow. I'm pretty sure it's canceled. <laughs> and what's what's happened is most, and you need to hear this, most of these leagues are 
like 85, 90, 95% vaccinated. In the case of these college football games with these teams, I think the teams are 100% vaccinated. They got uh, vaccinated uh, for them to go ahead and and, uh, compete in the NCAA. I think I'm dead on, right on all of that. So you have to start to ask yourself, now the information that we've been providing and giving to you and putting out, uh, you understand that the people who are now being infected are the vaccinated. In fact, people who are recently vaccinated, interestingly enough, are the ones who are getting infected almost immediately. Does it is it is there any rhyme or reason to that? We told you. We talked about shedding, we talked about viral load, we talked about these things. And you know that this was to be expected. If you were following the information that we gave you, if you're following the data that we gave you, you would say, yes, this is what Eddie and Dowd were speaking about. They were speaking about the fact that people were running. What is there a direct correlation between the number of vaccinations and boosters and the number of people who have been infected? We, at our, at our highest level of infection right now, we have literally thousands of flights. Not that I care. Um, for... Christmas Day, the day after Christmas, and then today. Uh, so Omicron, despite its very mild effects, it's being treated as possibly the most dangerous and lethal version of the Rona yet, okay? And people are, I, we, we told you the way this was going to come out back in November. I told you they're going to shut down again. They're going to shut everything down, and I said, The schools, here it comes right after Thanksgiving. You might remember I was telling you about the fact that, you know, these schools were going to close down for a couple of days. Well, now we've got a number of of children in Los Angeles and other blue states that are not going to be returning to school. Mental health issues are going to be exacerbated at this point. And you have to take all of this stuff into consideration holistically, okay? You have to take take a look at education. You have to take a look at economy. You have to take a look at uh, e-commerce. You have to take a look at all of the components and look at this holistically and say, is this really worth shutting down at this point? Now, the Wall Street Journal put out something just a, a few minutes ago. And, you know, I always pay attention to the Wall Street Journal because I, of course, am a subscriber. Let's see. Okay, well, I'm glad you, uh, there you go. CDC cuts guidance on isolation period for COVID-19. U.S. officials cut the number of days they need to recommend people isolate after being infected with COVID from to five days from 10, reflecting recent research, new pandemic management ideas, and stress on industries as the Omicron variant has sickened workers. Okay, well, why are they reducing it and then at the very same time shutting down Times Square, shutting down all the big public gatherings like sports. Yeah. The, everything is getting shut down. So why would you reduce? Why would the CDC re- reduce? Because again, this is politics. When it doesn't make sense to you, it means that there is another motivation here. And the most recent approval ratings for the, our dumbass president, of course, is 36%. Okay. The guy is so stupid and politically unaware. He literally, as you guys have all watched the viral video now, he literally says, Oh yeah, I agree with that. Let's go. And, and all these people are going after the guy who made the phone call. He didn't have any malintent. I thought it was actually pretty funny. And if he can dupe the president on that, you're like, oh, feel sorry for the president. He should have done that. He's looking out for people. No, you literally have one of the stupidest presidents, maybe in the history of this country, running this country and running it 
to his delight, maybe into the ground. They didn't vote on Build Back Better. They did a complete punt on all of that. So all this stuff is skipped until next year. He doesn't have any political clout whatsoever. He couldn't get anything done even within his own party. He is as lethal as a pet rock. People are not paying attention to anything that Joe Biden is talking about. You know who else is not paying attention to anything that Joe Biden is talking about? Joe Biden. (laughs) He may not be paying attention to anything that's coming. You could see his wife immediately react to the let's go Brandon thing, but she did what's worse. She had to sort of pick and choose what she's doing. We have never been this weak. Our enemies around the world, Russia, China, yes, they are enemies, are probably looking at us and saying, well, this is an opportune time to go ahead and uh, create our own hegemonic capacities within ourselves and take some of that power away from the United States. And if you don't think that that's happening, well, you're as stupid as Joe Biden. You're leading the back door open, okay, for our enemies. And that's exactly what's happening right now. So we're going to get into a bunch of stories here uh, today. Um, Again, we're not broadcasting on AM 1600 on the terrestrial side of things, but we are on AM 1490 KRSN and the 107.1. We're going to go through all the news. We've got a lot of news stories. And then we're, of course, going to get to our top uh, 10 most clicked stories of the year. As picked by Um, you folks. That's right. You guys uh, like them. And we'll kick off the 6 o'clock hour uh, with that. We'll get an update. I believe that we are at 127, 127, if I'm, we'll we'll get the actual number from uh, Murder Mike. Hopefully he was uh, able to stay on top of that after taking a a week hiatus during the uh, Christmas week. And I suppose well-deserved. We could always say that. But. We're going to go ahead and uh, sort of leave it there. So when we return, we're going to get into Rona. We're going to get into social media. We'll get into crime and then uh, more stuff on uh, Mr. Branson and see where he's at. We've got some random stories as well. And your phone calls, most welcome, especially here this afternoon. You can keep us company. We're keeping you company. And we show up regardless of uh, how things are being impacted uh, here technologically. But I will say that we are going to be a hell of a lot better off once we are through all of this uh, here in the Kiva. The control board, that'll be replaced. Our transmitter, that will be replaced. I want to thank uh, Mark Menacucci and Menacucci Insurance Agency for working during this uh, uh, this time off uh, for them. They responded to our emergency phone call for what we needed to take care of. Uh, the radio is your friend. I know that how important it is to you. Uh, I apologize that we couldn't play uh, Alex Jones. Alex Jones was not able to be taken from the receiver for the very first time. I'm looking into that. That was strange. Uh, possibly the best Art Bell replay on Christmas was played on Sunday morning from 3 to 7 a.m. I listened to it in its entirety, and it was really something. Talking about Jesus and qualifying him as uh, having died when he was 40 years old, and then getting into the maps and Nazareth and where everything's at. I got to tell you, I was absolutely fascinated. And I was uh, nose deep into my Bible, just looking at all this information and looking at the Bible as a historical document, which I'm just wrapping up right now, right into Revelations. uh, Boy, the real good stuff, the real gory stuff (laughs) at the end. I do want to say one other thing, uh, something that that, that I think it's important for our entire audience uh, to to look at, is I'd love for you to watch The Chosen. And uh, whether you are a believer, whether you're not, I am. And a doubt is not. Both of us can look at this as a historical document that was dramatized in the life of Jesus. And it is absolutely glorious, ladies and gentlemen. You will love this. The Chosen TV show? It is a a movie and it's an app. And it's uh, put together by uh, 
three producers who are crowdfunding this, and it might be one of the most. I know I don't watch any TV, I just don't. But I took, always was. I t- I took the time to watch this because I was so incredibly moved. My son is running around with the chosen T-shirt. He loves it, and uh, it says "Do you see?" And I gotta say, it it is a, a an absolutely miraculous um, uh, form of communication to communicate the birth of Jesus. Uh, to communicate the shepherds uh, that were there in the entirety of that story. It is absolutely beautiful, folks. And I'd love to screen it, raise some money, uh, do some things to help those people finish it off and uh, get more and more people watching this. I believe that it is being released at the right time, given what's happening in the world uh, as well. I want you to watch it. It is called The Chosen. I know people are watching uh, Yellowstone and 1883 and all this other crap. I don't give a crap about any of that. I do care about this. So if you're a fan of me, and you like some of my ideas and the things that I talk about, you're going to love The Chosen. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. Back in just a, a couple of minutes, we're going to check in uh, back with the doubt after a four-minute break. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage, and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188 The best time to protect your vehicle from being stolen is before it's too late. Unfortunately, Albuquerque and the surrounding area is among the highest in the nation for auto theft. Secure your vehicle today with Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device, RevelcoNM.com. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065, 312-0065. Who's protecting your home or business? I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. People from all over come to Albuquerque to visit Old Town's historic candy lady. Whether in the mood for a special treat or looking for that perfect gift, our patrons will find assortments from chocolates, glazed fruit, fudge cakes, hard candies, local New Mexico flavors, and even unexpected treats. Check out the candy lady at candylady.com. 
Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast, reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448.
That, of course, the music evangelist, uh, Chariots of Fire. A lot of you guys uh, gearing up for the first of the year, getting out uh, running and doing all that. And I think you should make 2022 a Chariots of Fire kind of year where you get out and feel inspired. Uh, and, you know, one of the things that a lot of people don't know about uh, Chariots of Fire, it's, it's actually a uh, very religious movie. It's uh, about a guy who didn't want to run on Sundays to keep the Sabbath. Oh wow! And uh, you gotta you gotta watch it. It's uh, I think the guy's name is uh, Eric Liddell, and uh, I think he won the gold in the 1924 Olympics. And uh, just an absolutely fascinating, riveting uh, movie. It's been a long time since I've seen it, and I think I need to uh, jump back into that movie uh, once again. It's just those movies that restore the soul, and um, it's one of those things that you feel inspired. Uh, you can follow me at on Instagram. At Rock of Talk, uh, it is uh, public, so you're welcome to jump on there and enjoy yourself, whatever you like, uh, if you like, so you can uh, connect with me. I've been doing a lot of different categories uh, to sort of inspire people. People are really, you know, getting interested in some of the things that I shared out. So even nice. you, you don't even have to, to join. Uh, we, we need inspiration in this country. We do. <laughs> As um, we enter year three. Yeah, we are on the cusp <clears throat> of that uh, here, beginning uh, just uh, 22 months. Um, that will be uh, January 13th. On the front of mine, it says, there is no saint without a past, no sinner without a future. So it says, you'll see it, Rock of Talk, Eddie Aragon, Daddy, Doer, Debater. That's my profile. <laughs> no man can walk so long in the shadow that he cannot come again to the light. And uh, it says, a.k.a. Rock of Talk, ENFP, which is my Myers-Briggs profile. If you want to get to know me uh, in that way, you could do that. And uh, Promethean, I, call, I refer to myself. I got a symbol there for Pisces. I got a symbol there for the elephant of the Republican Party. The anchor, which is a Christian symbol, by the way. Um, I have one around my right wrist. And then uh, the American flag, of course. And Promethean, unleashing the fire of knowledge uh, for all of us here uh, in the Albuquerque area. Or at least I hope so. And then I've got, uh, I've got a COVID category, politics, purpose, stoic, uh, bio, truth, jokes, Understanding, God, Inspiration, Power, Biden, Albuquerque, and photos from the Kiva uh, when I remember to go ahead and snap them and then all of that stuff there. So I'll share more of my stuff with you guys uh, more publicly so that you guys can see, follow along, and uh, go with all that stuff day to day. And I hope that uh, you feel like sharing your profile with me as well if I uh, should request it. 550-5500 if you want to go ahead and uh, text or call in. Did I forward the phones? I did not yet. So, uh, again, we are not on 1600 today. We're in 1490 KRS and 107.1. And then, of course, uh, Amazon. Uh, we are on Roku, which is very awesome. And Apple TV as well. So we take care of all of that stuff. All right. Is it, is it possible, Mr. Aragon, yes, that sir. ENFP, uh, you and I are complete opposites? I'm... Let's see, ENFP. Yeah, I, I would. I would suggest I, that. I think you we are, are complete opposites. Yeah, you are. I. How, how can this work? You are probably. Uh, <laughs> it can't work. I might as well just leave it. <clears throat> uh, it. Let's see. What would you be in? Uh, yeah. So you'd be uh, E I N T J. Okay. 
I think you would be an INTJ. INTJ. Okay. See if that see if, see if that rhymes up. I don't know if you've ever done any of this stuff. No, right? no, no, no. Is that, is that not you? Have you not take it? It's 80 questions that you go through. Mm-hmm. I used to have them memorized, and I could rifle them off uh, and do a profile on somebody without them not even knowing and just get a pretty good. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I took a um, an honors class, and I did, you know, it's it's sort of what color is your parachute type of right, thing. Right, right, right. But right. It's, uh, it's more about you as a person, like where are you at and. You know, I've done a lot of this introspective type of work where you want to know what you are. You know, you can go everything from, you know, if you can do your horoscope, which is totally useless, like it's total, uh, I don't know, what what would you call that? That's the, the bat. Hokum? Yeah. It, it's a, Bunk? Yeah, it really is. Like if you're, oh, are you a Pisces? Are you Insane? A, like there's people who gravitate towards that. It's just total magic junk. It really is. And, uh, but. You know, there are, I have met many people who are um, empaths and then they can feel who you are. They can feel and then they can, based upon a few different questions and that they would perceive and probe you. And I don't know, there's, there's, it's, everyone's different. They would be able to more or less know who you are. So I would probably say you're an INTJ. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you, you know you me get, well. <laughs> yeah, you can. Is that pretty close? <laughs> yeah, oh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you're an INTJ, which is the archetype personality. There's 16 different personalities uh, that are out there. Let's see what it says. It's an architect's person with the introverted, intuitive thinking, judging personality traits. The T and the J are definitely there in the I. Uh, so I think you're there. These thoughtful tacticians love perfecting the details of life, applying creativity and rationality to everything they do. Their inner world is often a private, complex one. Uh, here's the Blaise Pascal uh, comment on you. Um, let's see. Thought constitutes the greatness of man. <laughs> That's definitely down. Man is a reed, the feeblest thing in nature, but he is a thinking reed. It can be lonely at the top as one of the rarest personality types around and one of the most capable. They know this all too well, the INTJs. Rational, quick-witted architects may struggle to find people who can keep up with their nonstop analysis of everything around them. <laughs> yeah. A thirst for knowledge. These personalities can be both the boldest of dreamers and the bitterest of pessimists. How about how well how how good is that doubt? Yeah, we're, Ar- we're we're batting about a thousand so far. <laughs> Architects believe that through willpower and intelligence they can achieve even the most challenging of goals. But they may be cynical about human nature. <laughs> Downright doomsday, it should say. Uh, more generally, assuming that most people are lazy, unimaginative, or simply doomed to mediocrity. That's not know. an assumption. That's observable your, reality. Did you write this bio? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Architects derive much of their self-esteem from their knowledge and mental acuity. <laughs> In school, people with this personality type may, may have been called bookworms or nerds, but rather oh, yeah. than taking these labels as insults, these architects embrace them. Absolutely. They're confident in their ability to teach themselves and master any topic that interests them, whether that's coding or capoeira. Do you know what that is, by the way? Capoeira? It's uh, Brazilian martial arts. Oh, okay. Yeah, they used to teach it at UNM. Or classical music. Harlan Ellison writes, you are not entitled to your opinion. You are entitled to your informed, informed opinion. Exactly. He <laughs> no was absolutely is, right. No one yes. is entitled to be. The man who opinion. wrote City on the Edge of Forever, one of the best Star Trek episodes, is right. <laughs> Architects can be single-minded with little patience for frivolity, distractions, or idle gossip. That said... It would be a mistake to stereotype these personalities as dull or humorless. Many architects are known for their ir- irreverent wit, and beneath their serious exteriors, they often have a sharp, delightfully sarcastic 
sense of humor. There you go. Okay. So uh, okay. we're pretty close to Yeah, oh, we're, we're spot on. <laughs> Relatives okay. of mine are listening live to this and just laughing right now okay. with, with the knowledge of how accurate it is. Okay, and here's, here's, uh, here's me. Okay, wanna, me, 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 me. Uh, ENFP. Yeah, ENFP. Now, I wasn't always an ENFP. I changed. When I was a uh, <clears throat> when I was a Democrat and I thought I knew it all, I was an ENTJ. Oh, okay. But I've become uh, remarkably more empathic, and I think sensitive. People wouldn't see that, generally speaking. But if you really got to know me, uh, I am. Uh, yes. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. People in, will blow that because of the, yeah. the you know kind of like radio personality thing, right. but they don't know what really goes on behind the scenes. Right. Yeah. You have you you wouldn't know like the kind of person that I am. I can't even prevent myself. From, from being it. Okay, so here it is. The NFP personality. Here we are, campaigner. <laughs> uh, campaigner, someone with an extroverted intuitive. Yes, I rely 1,000% on my intuition. Uh, I think my most famous phrase is, trust your gut, period. Okay, I can see things coming from literally a million miles away, and sometimes I won't even do anything to stop it because I'm so deer in the headlights, I have to watch what's going to happen. Feeling and prospecting personality traits. These people tend to embrace big ideas and actions that reflect their sense of hope and goodwill towards others. Their vibrant energy can flow in many directions. Oh, yes, and it does. How many? I have more ways it flows than, than the directions I have. It doesn't interest me what you do for a living, writes Oriah Mountain Dreamer. I want to know what you ache for and if you dare to dream of meeting your heart's longing. Campaigners are true free spirits, outgoing, open-hearted, open-minded, with their lively, upbeat approach to life. They stand out in any crowd. But even though they can be the life of the party, campaigners don't just care about having a good time. These personality types run deep, as does their longing for meaningful emotional connection. The most important word in the English language, by the way, is connections, uh, just so you know, with other people. The magic of everyday life, friendly and outgoing, campaigners are devoted to, I would not be called uh, friendly, most people would not say that about me. Um, but if you knew me, then I would. Uh, to enriching their relationships and their social lives. But beneath their sociable, easygoing exteriors, they have a rich, vibrant inner life as well. That a healthy dose of imagination, creativity, and curiosity, a campaigner simply wouldn't be a campaigner. In their own unique way, they can be introspective. They can't help but ponder the deeper meaning and significance of life, even when they should be paying attention to something else. These personalities believe that everything and everyone is connected, and they live for the glimmers of insight, that they can gain insight into those connections. Campaigners are independent, creative, always on the lookout for the magic and the meaning in everyday life. When something sparks their imagination, campaigners can show an enthusiasm that is nothing short of infectious. And that is probably the thing is like, I won't infect you with COVID, but I, I will sell you <laughs> on my person, on my, on uh, my ideas. These personalities radiate a positive energy that draws in other people and campaigners may find themselves being held up by their peers as a leader or guru. But once the initial bloom of inspiration wears off, campaigners can struggle with self-discipline and consistency. Uh, Dowd knows that all too well. Losing no steam comment. on projects that once meant so much to them. So there it is. The most important part is uh, seeking joy. And that's really been my focus, I think, uh, as of Well, it, the world would be an extremely boring place if we didn't have these contrasting personality types. And uh, you, you want to get into Jordan Peterson, if we want to spend another 18 hours praising George, Jordan Peterson, for the record, there are some issues here and there I disagree with him on. But he uh, has uh, talked about the... The left, and it's interesting, he talks about how entrepreneurs are can come from the left because there's the creative and the hopeful part of that, whereas the right is about more order and, and discipline. And he says we really can't have a society without 
contributions from both of those spheres. And, and really, they built uh, you know, the West. And he talks about people like Steve Jobs, who uh, is, is uh, you know, dreamers and people who can see the future. But of course, when it comes to getting the practical reality done, you need that kind of Martinet who's going to come in and do things regularly and on time and demand uh, that other people show up on time. So uh, we, we would be in a quite a state if we only had one personality type. Mankind would not have advanced very far. I think. Yeah, we are literally at, uh, you know, 180 degrees yeah. uh, from each other. So <laughs> maybe that's what helps uh, the radio station and what we do. People uh, seem well. to like what we do. They do. They certainly do. So anyway, uh, at Rock of Talk on Instagram, uh, if you'd like, and uh, love to meet you, however you want to go ahead and uh, perceive. So a lot of you guys uh, check in all the time and you know want to know what we're up to and what we're doing. So you can see now what I'm up to and what I'm doing, which I'm happy to share with uh, each and every one of you. So let's get to more here. Uh, we'll do a little bit of Rona, and then we'll take a break here in four minutes. But... Um, <clears throat> just the news, maybe the very best website when it comes to political commentary. Uh, I think it's just absolutely pretty fabulous. solid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, top to bottom, it's good. So all the U S airlines canceled. It's not hundreds. It's thousands of flights for a third straight day. Okay. The variant COVID-19 has sickened pilots, crews and staff and wreaked havoc with Christmas travel. According to a quote, as winter weather impacts the Northwest and Northeast, the Omicron variant continues to surge. Now, <clears throat> much like last year, and, and not made mention in any news um, updates, is where we're at, we are at with regard to the flu. Have you noticed that nobody is getting the flu shot? Disappeared. No one gets My the brother. flu shot. We didn't have a flu shot last year. We don't have a flu shot this year. No PSAs? I'd love Just... it if anybody could sort of call in and comment and Tell us as to why that is. Oh, yeah, that's right, because everyone's taking the COVID-19 vaccine. That's what's happened. That's what's happened. Not that I'm cynical, but if someone's screwing with your stuff, let me see. Here we go. Let me help, let me help everybody out. We are live. We, we got to help it. You got to tell as many people as possible. Let's see how strong the Kiva community is. Stay positive, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we want you to stay positive. Let me... Uh, uh, send this out to every single person that, that they can. Um, let see my good friend, uh, Ursula. She's watching on TV. Good people. Uh, it was yes, good. And she can also watch there. Lots of good, good people. Lots of good people who are, you know, checking in on the various mediums. Get it out to your social media as, as much as you, as you can uh, as well. Let's see what we got here. Okay. So, <clears throat> Dowd, no flu shots, but everybody's getting the new booster, which we're are we three boosters in or four boosters in? Uh, Israel, I think, is talking about number four. So okay. we're still on number three. Okay, so we're on the cusp of getting <laughs> I don't know. I have no plans of getting in. Yeah, so we're getting to number four. Uh, my good friend, uh, she is suffering from uh, COVID, okay? And she got uh, viral pneumonia, uh, had oxygen that dipped down to 70. I mean, this is real, folks. This is real, okay? So they're going through all of, all of this stuff. And, you know, she's dealing with that. So I want everybody to pray for her uh, today. Uh, she, I think she went down, she said something like 41%. And she was like, I don't know if that could be accurate. You know, that was, that's really something. She says uh, she's not out of the woods and she's about uh, 85% is where she's at currently, but she's on 100% oxygen. So, you know, ladies and gentlemen, keep everybody in your prayers uh, during this time and uh, keep my good friend, uh, in your prayers as well. She's uh, she's an amazing person, but she's suffering from COVID. So here we are. We don't have a flu shot. 
We don't have uh, anything but these booster shots that are coming in. You are being required to take them. The increase in the Rona is happening all while everybody's getting their shots. They've mandated their shots. We've got new federal uh, mandates that are coming in, I believe, that are January 7th, if I'm not mistaken, to the middle. We're going to be shutting down schools. All of these things are happening all at once, okay? And it is this very tense time, whether you're traveling, whether you're going to a holiday event. We had one person walk directly into the holiday party, Dowd, with the mask, and he walked right out when he didn't see anybody with the mask, right? So, yeah, it's really, really interesting. For the so, record, I was at a COVID uh, uh, house this morning to oh, okay. take my dogs for a walk. And there has been a child who t- has tested positive and his father is sick. And I didn't change my behavior at all. I went to walk my dogs this morning the way I always do. <clears throat> Just keep doing what you're doing. Life, so, what, so what's Fauci doing? Fauci's doing what uh, uh, Fauci is doing. What, <laughs> what we've come to expect. Yep. Uh, and here's what's going on with Fauci. They floated the possibility of a vaccine mandate for domestic airline travel. So here's what's going to end up happening. Okay, this is going to continue to restrict all the way through. We're going to continue to continue to restrict, to continue, to continue, to continue. And you aren't going to be able to shop. You aren't going to be able to go out. You're going to have to have what's called, I believe they're referring to it uh, as a freedom passport. Oh, freedom now. passport. Freedom passport. So if you want to... Be free. You get vaxxed, and that gives you the freedom that you're going to need. So now you can actually have a passport that's going to give you freedom as opposed to you being born free, a free man. You are, you are not. right? So, <clears throat> so we continue down the whittling down and the demonization of the unvaccinated. And the people who are not getting sick right now are who? The unvaccinated, right? Your natural immunity is actually what? The super spreaders. We're the super spreaders, yeah. remember? So, that's what they always say. <clears throat> And remember, they were also coaching you, suggesting to you that the people who are going to be the most sick and had the most to worry about, again, were also the unvaccinated. Okay. Now, as far as I know, the current curse of COVID-19 still has about the same death rate. Okay. It's never gone more than like, you know, right, right around the seasonal flu. So what does that tell you? Well, it's not that dangerous, but we're changing life as we know it because we're accommodating something politically that doesn't make sense for next year, right? We're, we're getting into these midterms. So Fauci, there he is, coming in. I don't think he's taken a single show, week, whatever. He is constantly featured. So during an interview on ABC News this week, he was asked whether he agrees with Biden, whether he agrees with Biden in response Fauci suggested he would support a vaccine mandate for domestic air travelers if it forces more people to get vaccinated. (laughs) It's like it was naked. I will support anything that will force more people to get more of the things that we have taken. But I don't believe that congressmen, I don't believe that health officials, I don't believe that a number of people have actually taken the vaccination. There's a cynical part of me, a deeply cynical part of me, but one that the more I see, the more I believe that these people have decided not to take these vaccines themselves. I believe they're not getting the actual vaccines. They're, they sit in such a high position that, and they don't know what's, we're not going to know for 75 years what's in the vaccine, that I think that vaccine is actually what is getting people sick. That couldn't be more cynical. We have no way of verifying if any prominent politician 
is we lying don't. or telling the truth about this. It's a personal HIPAA healthcare thing, right? I mean, we're not right. we don't have a video of them in the medical facility getting the jab. They can say whatever they want. I can say I'm vaccinated. I'd be thrown out of the Kiva if I if I did. <laughs> so Joe Biden doesn't want a mandate for airline travelers. Fauci does yeah, because correct. if it forces more people to anything, get vaccinated. Anything that gets more people to be he vaccinated. He says, quote, a vaccination requirement for a person getting on a plane is just another level of getting people to have a mechanism that would spur them to get vaccinated. Namely, you can't get on a plane unless you're vaccinated, which is just another one of the ways of getting requirements, whatever that might be. I won't travel air again, and I'm totally fine with that. I don't really travel that much anymore. I've traveled, you know, literally hundreds of, of times in the last five years. You and I'll be road tripping it to Vegas a couple times a year. <laughs> That's and, what it takes. And, and, and honestly, I just don't need to. So anything that will get more people vaccinated would be welcome, according to Dr. Fauci. Now, who directly benefits monetarily from the vaccination? Dr. Fauci, Moderna, right? Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, friends of Fauci. That's who directly benefits from all this. He also, on his interview, he also downplayed the positive news stemming data that suggests the Omicron variant, while more contagious, is less virulent. Never any hope. Never any hope. And here's the thing is the CD just came, CDC just came out today, and what did they say? What did the CDC say? Oh, we're going to reduce it from 10-day quarantine to 5-day. What are they suggesting? They're suggesting that we can't have this economic impact continue into 2022 because it is an election year. The issue that we don't want to get complacent about is even when you have such a high volume of new infections, he says, it might override a real diminution in severity so that if you have many, many, many more people less travel severity, then what are you even saying? This is like word salad time now. I mean, so even though we're pleased by the evidence from multiple countries that it looks like there's lesser degree of severity, we've got to be careful, and not get complacent. How long has he been saying not get complacent. One thing, Tony, you never are is complacent. That's yeah. for sure. So uh, remember, they're also telling you how to gather, much like Scotland. Here you can gather. There you can't gather. Here's what you can do. That's what you can't do. You can see your dad. You cannot see your dad. You can't see your mom. Fauci told CNN, CNN's Newsday, the Communist News Network, I would stay away from that. When asked about the year-end parties, many will attend. And guess what's happening? They're shutting it down everywhere. All the New York, all the New York's uh, parties, they're shutting them down. He stated that in small gatherings, the vaccinated family members or close friends would be safe. But larger mixed oh, gatherings. Okay. Wow. So how many is safe? Yeah. What are we talking about? Five, ten? I need an exact number oh, here. here. He's got some numbers. But when you're talking about a New Year's Eve party, we have 30, 40, 50 people celebrating. You do not know the status of their vaccination. Oh, we're back to tracking again. Maybe if a tattoo on the forehead, maybe? Tattoo? You can walk into this party and infect as many people as you like that. I think that's more or less what he's saying, isn't it? Wow. So there you go. We'll take a quick break. We'll bring it back. Any thoughts on uh, Fauci? Just, uh, he's the effed up Fauci. <laughs> well, I like this uh, Glenn Beck's uh, website, The Blaze. Fauci's comments come as states with some of the strictest restrictions to reduce the spread of COVID-19 are seeing daily cases spike to levels higher than last winter's peak. We're way past that. It's not even close. Clown either. world time. There We've it been is. in it for a while. There it is. Uh, 550-5500. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva. AM 1600 FM. Rockoftalk.com. Back and forth. Would you say? 
Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you own a business that's expanding? Are you outgrowing your space? Do you need a second, third, or even fifth location? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. When you suffer a personal injury in a crash, you need an attorney with integrity. I'm Mark Caruso, Caruso Law Offices. Semi-truck crashes can cause severe long-term injuries. Caruso Law Offices is rated among the best attorneys representing victims of semi-truck accidents with recent jury verdicts of six and eight million dollars. Caruso Law Offices will fight for you. Caruso Law Offices, 883-5000. Your personal injury attorney with integrity, 883-5000. CarusoLaw.com. This is David Allen Staley, Medicare Coverage Advisor with the Senior Health Resource Center. The Medicare annual enrollment period is now open. You can save possibly hundreds or even thousands of dollars with the right Medicare plan. It's important to understand the all-new Medicare options just released before the December 7th deadline. Call to set up your free Medicare consultation, 505-350-3858. That's 505-350-3858. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes... She owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Are you in set it and forget it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors, and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit crowaboutmoney.com or call me at 243-2281. Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And, and what, what about, about the fresh, fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in the Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com.
Oh, man, that song is so good. I think it's the only uh, hit that they had, Dixie's uh, Midnight A lot of Runners. denim in that video. <laughs> a, lot of den- a lot of weirdness in that video as well. Let's read off your uh, text very quickly. Werner Mike's on his way to the station. Uh, if you're just trying to get connected, trying to get other people connected, you can uh, do so uh, by just sending them to kiva.am. That's the easiest way without installing an app. Uh, Aaron checks in. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Aaron. Uh, let's see. This is uh, beautiful. I love it when you guys send me nice stuff. Boy, Eddie, Joe Biden said he was not going to raise taxes on the working class, but he wants the rich to pay their fair share in taxes. I do not know how bad Joe Biden is ripping off the rich as to him making them pay their fair share. But Joe Biden is sure doing a number on the working class and the poor. With gas prices going through the roof, so I went to grocery shopping today. No man, everything is up in price. No mercy, Joe. That should be his new name. That's a, I like no mercy, Joe. I have to be vaccinated to fly anywhere, Eddie, but thousands of people cross the border every day into the United States and not be vaccinated. Uh, let's see. Uh, listening loud and clear on the devices, Eddie. You sound great. And I'm um, watching uh, also on uh, TV. So good stuff. Back after a top of the hour news check right here in the Kiva on AM 630 ABQ.FM. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The CDC is shortening the recommended times people need to isolate if they test positive for COVID-19. The agency cutting the time frame from 10 days to 5 as long as they wear a mask around others for at least five more days. The time for people exposed to the virus to quarantine was also cut to five days if they are vaccinated and often won't have to quarantine if they are boosted. The CDC saying in a statement that the move follows what they know about the virus, that transmission is most likely to occur early in the course of the infection. Flights continue to be canceled nationwide as COVID cases surge. FlightAware reporting more than 2,500 flights were canceled on Monday, with 1,000 of them being within or into and out of the United States. USA Radio News. Trust may be a small word, but with huge ramifications. At Fellowship Home Loans, we want to be the mortgage lender that you trust. Fellowship realizes that trust is earned and can easily be lost. That is why we listen not only to the wants, but also strive to understand the need. Take a look at our Google reviews and our A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. But that's just the beginning. What matters is you. Give us a chance to earn your trust, not just your business. Fellowship Home Loans, 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. We will listen and put together a plan to help make your dreams come true. Fellowship Home Loans, 800-804-SAVE, that's 800-804-7283, or fellowshiphomeloans.com. Fellowship Home Loans, welcome, welcome home. Intercontinental Capital Group, DDA Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, MLS number 60134. 
The White House announcing President Biden signed the National Defense Authorization Act on Monday. A week of mourning begins after a human rights activist in South Africa passed away. Desmond Tutu, South Africa's Nobel Peace Prize winning archbishop and modern-day activist, died Sunday at 90. Upon becoming president in 1994, Nelson Mandela appointed Tutu to be chairman of the country's Truth and Reconciliation Commission. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. A new Gallup poll is reporting Supreme Court Justice John Roberts is topping the list of job approval ratings among 11 U.S. leaders. 60% approve of the job Roberts is doing. Only two other leaders were favored over 50% as Fed Reserve Chair Jerome Powell came in at 53% and one of the top infectious disease experts, Dr. Anthony Fauci, gained 52% of the vote. This is USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroos. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. West Virginia Democratic Senator Joe Manchin announced he won't support President Biden's Build Back Better Act, leaving it with little or no chance of passing in the Senate. West Virginia Chamber of Commerce President Steve Roberts claims Senator Manchin represented their state's residents' interests by saying no on the social spending bill. For us here in West Virginia, it taxes energy production and adds to the cost of natural gas. I think all of those things cause us in West Virginia to say that Senator Manchin is is right, Senator Capito is right in saying this is not the right answer to the problems that we're trying to solve in our country. That audio courtesy of Fox News, Senate Majority Leader and New York Democratic Senator Chuck Schumer announced there would be a vote on Build Back Better next month. Thousands in the western United States are in the dark after having their power knocked out during a winter storm. Most outages are in California in the Lake Tahoe region. Some folks in Oregon and Washington are also without power. A winter storm warning for cities including South Lake Tahoe is in effect until early Tuesday morning. The National Weather Service in Reno is predicting travel will be very difficult to impossible. The area could see up to a foot of snow above 7,000 feet and wing gusts as high as 80 miles an hour. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk, on AM1600, KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. No AM1600 today. We are on AM1490, KRSN 107.1. Up in Los Alamos only, that's where we're at. Uh, The transmitter is down, baby, down, uh, literally over. So we've lost a board. We've now lost the transmitter and uh before you know it we're gonna have to start uh, start all over again but uh that's quite okay you can catch us on roku tv amazon fire tv apple tv uh those are all the tv endeavors you have i know many of you guys are using your flat screens i know you're watching what is it 1883 and uh i don't even know yellowstone and uh chosen uh stranger things which is my ringer by the way 
you're, you're watching all that stuff, but uh, you really need to just download the app. Just look for at Rock of Talk or Rock of Talk, the Rock of Talk, any of those, it'll come up. You can podcast us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Please encourage others uh, to go ahead and try and listen on Kiva.am and then abq.fm and then 1490 and 107.1 Los Alamos. That's all we're broadcasting on, unfortunately, today until we go ahead and get the translator remedy. Thanks to Brian who made the trip down from Taos today to try and uh, put it all together. Uh, the, um, the gentleman uh, who installed the original transmitter is a total moron and idiot. Uh, and uh, the transmitter itself arced and it destroyed the power supply in addition to the uh, conduit on the inside, which was, I believe, uh, I forget the name of it at all, but uh, it, it literally burnt to a crisp thanks to PNM. Uh, so PNM and then all the road work that they're doing there, that's what happened. It was a power surge that went through and destroyed the transmitter. So that's, oh. that's effectively what happened with the uh, transmitter today. So um, actually yesterday is when it all happened, but you know, whatever. So <clears throat> we're working through that. And then once we are able to get through that with a temporary, then uh, within the next uh, month or two months, we should be up and ready to go. So that'll be uh, very exciting. Don't forget, you can download our apps at uh, www.abq.fm and uh, also rockoftalk.com, both for Apple and Android. So that's all there for you as well. So uh, Eddie, can I, can I give yes, some sir. good news out on this uh, weird transitional week between Christmas and, and New Year's? Yeah, well, um, wait, we, this, this week, should, we should come up with a name. People in general should come up with a name for this. Yeah, we're transitioning. Yeah, what would you call it? The, the, uh, <laughs> it's the beginning of the new year. Uh, it's got to be something that's just encapsulated. We should work okay. on that. Okay, all right. If, if our listeners have a name for this last what, week. What is this weird week? Yeah. Yes. So I noticed a lot of people aren't <clears throat> working this week. Oh, by the way, we're being heard in Daytona Beach, Florida. Hey, hello, uh, FLA. 954. You are coming in loud and clear on the app and. Daytona Beach, Florida. There we go. We love that. Take a, uh, take we, a swim for me. I had a great time in Daytona Beach, uh, by the way. Yeah. It was, I had to, had to save a few people. I have to let you know about that. Okay, Dad, go ahead. Uh, good good news, news, folks. Uh, one of the coolest things you can do in New Mexico, I did this two years ago, and um, geez, I don't know if I can have the, I don't know if the time and resources to put it together this year. You can walk across Elephant Butte Dam once a year. The state allows you, it's, there's a state park down there, they allow you to walk across the dam, which is normally roped off. Uh, apparently, I understand from people who lived in TRC, grew up there, this was sort of a common thing. And then after 9-11, you know, we had all these security measures that, you know, it was good to reassess security in our country after 9-11. But is the Elephant Butte Dam in Sierra County, New Mexico, going to be a prime Al-Qaeda target with, you know, 7,000 people in the entire county? Probably not. So anyway, they roped it off. 364 days a year, they allow you to walk across it, this sort of beautiful, it's kind of 1920s, 30s Art Deco design of the dam. They don't allow you in the power station. I requested uh, a visit to the power station. The guys just chuckled at me. Uh, you can park your car and walk across Elephant Butte Dam. A lot of people bring their dogs. Uh, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on New Year's Day, Saturday, January 1st, 2022. I just was thinking about this, Eddie, a few minutes ago, and I went online. This is the official, an official sort of state, local government website it says that the damn walk is on so if they screwed this up don't go don't go. don't 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 blame me uh 10 a.m to 2 p.m there's ample parking because i did it two years ago one of the coolest things you'll do uh, can do in new mexico probably not great for people with limited mobility wheelchair stuff but if you're 
you know, hale and hearty uh, and in, in decent shape, walk across that dam on January 1st. I believe that is a Saturday, 2022, one of the 2022, one of the coolest things you can do in New Mexico. Definitely on my top 10 list of coolest things I've done in New wow. Mexico. There you go. Yep. Uh, good job, Dowd. I'm glad yep. you uh, gave some recommendations. The, the state uh, of New Mexico Department of Tourism should uh, do it. Uh, let's see. Boys say Chrysalis. Uh, that is from uh, Janelle. She says, still cocoon, ready to emerge from the meta, uh, metamorphosis. Okay. What do you think about that? That's not, a, that's not bad. The cocoon week. Yes. Cocoon week. You're kind of a worm, bloom. and then you come out as a beautiful butterfly. Yeah, what do you think? That, of course, is def- <laughs> that's got to be Sebastian on that one. Oh, big time, Mr. That's Bugs. A, that's got to be Sebastian <laughs> is coming up. But maybe, you know, Sam is so sweet, too. You know, it could also be him. We also have Murder Mike here. He'll join us uh, momentarily. Uh, he came to do the in-studio. He's got some uh, gifts for the kids, by the way. That's pretty cool. Uh, holiday week. People want to call it holo- holiday week. Uh, let's see. It's still Christmas for 12 days. So continued Christmas week. Maybe you could just make it all Christmas week. That is uh, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that, that loud and clear on the app in Florida. That's huge. Love Daytona Beach. The free state of Florida. Uh, listening on the Amazon Echo show, 15. Wife says, aren't you worried Big Brother is listening to all we say? Um... I say, I don't give a F. Let them hear. There is conservative point of view. There we go. We like that. And we're talking about families having a little bit more fun. We'll get back into the Rona momentarily. Oh, the bye week. As in bye-bye. Okay. I like that. Okay. Catchy. Catchy. I like cocoon week. I like the bye week. Yeah, bye week. Uh, The only thing about bye week, it makes it sound like football. Which I got to say, I have nothing to do with the NFL. I don't watch the NFL. I don't care if you about you tortured me, I couldn't tell you who uh, has a winning record right now and will, who's going to the if playoffs. If Tom Brady is in the Super Bowl, I will only watch the football season good, good, then. Good exception, I only yeah. care about watching him win and everybody else lose. <laughs> and I particularly like watching Black Lives Matter sympathizers lose and Colin Kaepernick lose. Mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. You, uh, did I tell you about Colin Kaepernick, what he did? Colin Kaepernick, his SPAC, and we should jump right into what, what, <laughs> Did I tell you that he Kaepernick has a spack? He had a spack, Dowd. He had a spack, and he went totally spastic on this. Uh, let me tell you how bad it got for. Uh, Colin. Let me guess, it failed, and he blamed racists. Well, <laughs> uh, he only has himself to blame, as I wrote. Uh, Colin Kaepernick's spack deal collapses. The change company seemed more like the perfect company for Colin Kaepernick's spack to buy. The uh, <clears throat> California lender focuses on minority borrowers. Oh, I'm a I'm a special lender to minorities. Like, what the hell? Is that not the most racist? I only lend to minorities. Like, doesn't the SBA already do that kind of crap? The California lender focuses on minority borrows underserved by traditional banks. A snug fit with the former National Football League stars social justice activism. Well, here's what happened to Quippernick. But a deal ran aground last week over the peculiar issue, Mr. Kaepernick's reluctance to stump for the merger on live television, people with the matter said. And and I, I was like, Merry, Merry Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. Bad fruit falls on its own. So much for his sob victimization stories, his <laughs> Black Lives Matter bullcrap. We sat and listened as to how this or that team did him wrong or how the NFL was against him and even about institutional racism. Of course. You know, the only people I think that are racist anymore are literally are black people. It, more that, and more, it's seeming now. Is that the case? <laughs> I, I think I'm with you on that. I think, I, like, I think it's just like black people, you know, I'm not saying all of them, but the people who are sympathizers to Black Lives Matter, I think 
are the very people, in my opinion. Uh, I'll tell you what's up with the amen in a second. We blew the tra- transmitter. Those are the people who are racist, right? Because everything for them, I think in order for you to be racist, everything has to be about race. The lens of race. Or yes. like you only yes. care about race. Yes. I mean, he could not even get his company off the ground because he simply cannot get past himself. This is really awesome. Ultimately, his problem has always been and always be himself. So uh, there you go. That's what you get from, um, I don't want to call him Kaepernick anymore. Let's just call him Blackernick. Okay. I think that's the way to go, mm-hmm. you know, and we'll let people kind of, it, that's it. It's Colin Blackerton. A couple of days ago was National Winer's Day. He's at the top. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Despite uh, all that. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of, I just got a news brief. Uh, I'm going all over the board here. Oh, by the way, our transmitter uh, blew up today. So it's going to take us a couple of months to get a new one, but we're going to have a replacement one, augmented one. It seems like God is working with us and trying to get us, um, uh, going and with new equipment in a new different direction. So, you know, I'm totally fine. Whatever, whatever God, I, I've been reading a lot about John because I'm getting to the end of the Bible, okay. uh, by the way. Did you know John, Apostle John was the one that lived all the other apostles? Oh, that's kind of cool to know, right? Okay. Okay. Like a little, little quick stuff like, hey, the gang's all here. The gang, John lived the longest. John was also Jesus's best friend, just so you know, ladies and gentlemen, just in case you didn't know. James's brother? James's brother. Okay. Yeah, and they I were remember the, a little of all that back in the day. They were the they were like the Thundercats. The Sons of Zebedee. Uh, they yeah. were called the Boanerges, the Sons of Thunder. I yeah. have two black you know labs in, in Corrales I always called the Sons of Thunder because oh, they're really? very big and strong and noisy. Do you know want to know, want to know why they were called the the, the Thunder Sons? You know why? Because they were angry that these people wouldn't worship Jesus or oh, worship okay. God. All right. Yeah, all right. so they like uh, called to this whole Let's see. Many blacks, not all, are using their race as a weapon or tool to get ahead in life. Oh, yeah, I would agree with that. So, anyway, um, so let's get back uh, to the action uh, here with this little report from uh, woke Black Lives Matter sympathizer and terrible mayor of the city of Albuquerque, Mr. Tim Keller, who's putting me in front of the ethics board again. Nice, Tim. After I stuck up for you, after Manny was going after you and your family, come on, dismiss that crap. Albuquerque has officially adopted two pieces of legislation focused on its minority community. Isn't the whole community minority at this point? Aren't the white people at this point the minority community? Yeah. What about whitey? We're the real minority here. <laughs> Aren't you too? Like in the minor- Everywhere I, I go, Eddie, I feel like I'm victimized. <laughs> you, you should. I should. You should. I feel like you should always hold open the door for everybody. And you should always you should always acknowledge minorities by saying please and thank you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know. And mm-hmm. then I think you should always apologize for any cultural appropriation that oh, you might have. Uh, yeah. Wearing sarapes, using yep. Hispanic words. Every time I know. eat a sopapilla. I think you should apologize or thank thank us. I apologize for liking sopapillas. I'm Bow sorry. to the sandias every time you eat a sopapilla. I think that'd be the way to go. What do you think about that? <laughs> Bow to the sandias for the super. But the sandia is, well, anyway. anyway I'm but you can't claim honey is yours. Honey has been all over the world. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> honey would not have been here for the Native Americans well, if it weren't, weren't for the Spanish. Oh, okay. You would not have a, nobody would eat sopapilla. Mm-hmm. A sopapilla on its own isn't really a sopapilla. It's just, I don't know, what do you, whatever you call it, it's dough. Yeah, it is. It is. It's it just is. dough. Yeah. But it becomes a sopapilla once the Spanish come in, mm-hmm. and it becomes mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. golden, mm-hmm. right? And 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 uh, what what? You know, regal, yes, if you yes, will. Yes. But you noble. 
Not too regal, though, because regal would also su- suggest kingdom. Yeah, and then on top of the kingdom, on top of that, you might have a conquistador, oh, no, 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 which no, no, has no, been no. banned because of Red Nation at the University mm-hmm, of New Mexico. Mm-hmm, which is, mm-hmm. you know, anyway, I'm <clears throat> getting off on a tangent here. Alberta <clears throat> yeah. has officially adopted two pieces of legislation focused on its minority communities, including Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders. Okay. Where's our biggest Pacific Island uh, community? Does anybody know? Filipinos? Yeah, but where are they? Like, where do they? Where do the Filipinos congregate? Right? Oh, where's Little Manila in 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 Little Albuquerque? Manila, I, I yeah. haven't. I haven't. I'm not where's aware. Little, of it. We have. Do we? Do we part of the city. Does New Mexico have a Chinatown, or is every single restaurant up and down Knob Hill becoming you've, you've noted Mexican that. or Chinese? Feel like the whole place. oh it denounces xenophobia toward this group of individuals. Yes, because that's a pervasive Kelly, problem go. in Albuquerque. It Everywhere really, I go, it's people hating I'm, on the Asians. Oh yeah, yeah always, yeah. always the, the, yeah. the You know what happens when you hate the Asians? You become a Haitian. Okay, get it? <laughs> look at look at Mike. That's that was a, literally a murder Mike joke. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. was Cornball like, through and through. <laughs> yeah, like my my kids, they tell me these jokes all the time, right? Like my kids are telling me these jokes and everything is like a pun on words or something. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, uh, why did Elsa, you know, they hold this, this, why did, I don't know, something about Elsa. And then it's like the punchline is let it, because she let it go or something. Uh, oh, why didn't Elsa have any, have any balloons in her hand? Because well, she let okay. it go. Like, oh my God, that's so funny. That's, that's, that's so funny. All right. So <laughs> one requires government information services to be accessible in languages other than English. Let's see. So this would be. A list of East Asian languages. Let's let's go to this. Uh, so I guess Mandarin, dialect of Chinese. How do we know that it's there? How do we know that this is a, uh, the Minin? I've never heard of the Minin, dialect of Chinese. Cantonese, we know that. The Thai language, uh, Burmese, Myanmar language, the Vietnamese language, uh, all their language spoken in East Asia. Ooh, I'd love to see an Okinawan uh, translation. That's different than Japanese? Showing my ignorance. Showing my ignorance. You, my friend, are ignorant. There, there I go again. Uh, Taiwanese. Not for very long. That's going to be called the Taiwanese dialect of the Chinese language, right? When is English going to be a dialect of the Chinese language? It's just going to, you know, anyway. Uh, the Hakka. That would also be New Zealand. Oh, yeah, Maori, I'm, right? I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Mongolian. By the way, I do have a pinch of Mongolian in me. It is uh, strange, yeah. So I went through the Portuguese. What? Portuguese? What are you talking about, Portuguese? Other languages spoken in East Asia? Why is they're there... evil Europeans, Portuguese I thought people. Portuguese was, was spoke in Brazil and then Portugal. Yeah. A little bit. Uh... They had some settlements in the Pacific, I guess. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll trade your Portuguese for Creole, maybe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there you go. Okay, so that's what's going on in the city of Albuquerque. They are really taking, uh, I would have thought, I, I think they're stepping over Kwanzaa here. By yeah, doing yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hello, yeah. we've got, you know, the the whole FBI. Do you, did you see this Ann Coulter piece? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She wrote that 20 years ago. It's been recycled every year. Oh, it, you, it, it was made up by a uh, a radical black nationalist and Castro worshiper from California. Can you yeah. give us the gist yeah. of that? Do you mind sharing uh, that yeah, with us? Yeah, let me go digging quickly? in my, my files. Yeah, well, I got it, well, the original from that, way back. I'll, I'll finish that. Yeah, d- dig on the Ann Coulter piece on that. Because she's the ultimate uh, white supremacist, by the way, in this country. Really? The other condemns acts of anti-Asian hate that started with the... With a coronavirus pandemic, I'm, I'm not even making this up. 
So uh, apparently, hate speech is if you call it the Wuhan, the Wuhan, yeah. right? If you do Wuhan, right, you you're immediately racist. Mr. Trump, why do you call it that? Because it came from China. This is one of the greatest China. audio clips you'll ever have. That there's this little girl in the in the White House press corps. A lot of people, Mr. President, say it's being racist. It comes from China. It's a fact. It comes from China. <laughs> Oh, I do miss that man sometimes. <laughs> so this was a young woman. Uh, she was a reporter. Yeah. Uh, what about yeah. when he called it the Kung Flu? Oh, oh boy, was that yeah, bad? Yeah, that was, was that bad. was that was yeah, that over? Yeah, yeah. That, uh, okay. I mean, this is this is just you know from back in the day. I think we need to understand like what's really going on. Oh, SNL, by the way, uh, just as I get through this little video. It's sickening the number of videos that you have to get through. The little preamble, 15 seconds, this Verizon. Uh, she, she is my favorite SNL, but she's the only thing I've seen. Here it is. Chinese virus. There are reports of dozens of incidents of bias against Chinese Americans in this country. Your own aide, Secretary Azar, says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause the virus. Why do you keep using wow, it? Wow, liberals are all sorts of stupid. You can't say where something is from because now you're suggesting that the ethnicity itself West Nile virus is causing oh you hate black people with the West Nile, right? Umbers. Why do you keep calling this the Why? Chinese virus? There Trump. are reports of dozens do do? of incidents of bias against Chinese Americans in this country. Your own aide, Secretary Azar, says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause the virus. Why do you keep just the phrasing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so using this. Because it comes from China. <laughs> it's not racist at all. No, not at all. It comes from China. <laughs> That's why it comes from China. I you want to be accurate. Yeah, please, John. Look, she can't shut up. She just <laughs> keeps <laughs> running her. She just keeps running her stupid little. Admit mouth to your racism, her. Mr. President. Yeah, just did her. She's running her little mouth, running her little tiny, her tiny mouth. I have the great. I have great love. For for all of the people from our country. But uh, as you know, China tried to say at one point, maybe this stuff now, that it was caused by American soldiers. That can't happen. It's not going to happen. Not as long as I'm president. Uh, it comes from China. Definitely comes from China. There it is. That, that, that's just great. He's just not going to put up with it. So uh, congratulations to Tim Keller and uh, the idiots over there in his administration. Over 67,000 of the roughly 846,000 Metro Albuquerque residents speak little or no English. Yeah, I think we should continue to appease them. That's uh, probably great, right? Make sure that they don't know how to, how to speak English so they can get... Well, I mean, every parent you know, in America wants to make sure their children don't speak English because the clearest path yeah. to being successful in our country is not, speaking, is English. not speaking English. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that's, uh, that's great. In fact, it makes you smarter than the other people. When you don't speak the English language, and just better, really, right? You, know? you just and more of a victim. Overall, and, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sure. overall, you maybe have a greater appreciation for the world. Somehow, you're enlightened. Yeah. Could, could, could we also go as far to say as you might be Dalai Lama esque? Mm -hmm. Huh? Mm -hmm. Huh? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're wise. It's sort of like you know, there's certain. Um, <clears throat> not trying to get too far off into this, but only certain types of people are good at sports. Only certain types of people are good at math. Yeah. Only yeah. certain types of people are good, like you know. Are we the ones perpetuating this, or is it that? In fact, if your children do speak American English, you probably want to try to drive it out of them, you know, so that they get get to the advantage of it. Oh, I like that, Dowd. I yeah, think that's what yeah. I think it's the best thing to do. Yeah. My kids are not catching the sarcasm here, by the way. 
<laughs> Although they might get it now. The other measure formally denounces racist rhetoric and hate crimes directed at Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders. Now, what about uh, racist rhetoric and and uh, and uh, and hate crimes directed at uh, Hispanics and their statues? Uh, yeah, I guess it doesn't count. Does that count for anything? Or you cops? Know, just no. keep taking out our statues no. and our conquistadors. You, no. you, you're hunting inanimate Hispanic objects. Mm-hmm. Uh, city uh, counselors uh, will encourage the city's Office of Civil Rights to investigate anti appy incidents. Uh, uh, Asian Pacific Americans? Asian they don't American do that already? Pacific, I, mean, what? um, I. What's the I for? Islanders. Islanders, yes. Asian-American Pacific Islander incident. Uh, This is directed at past and current injustices that have been carried out in Albuquerque. Hmm. Uh, Could you cite those past and current injustices? I'd like to know one. Name one. What what do you... uh, What's going on? Doesn't matter when you're virtue signaling. Facts don't matter. Just get it out there. All sorts of interesting, folks. Uh, there it is. Uh, back after a break here in the uh, Kiva, AM600KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. It's not racist at all, no, not at all. It comes from China. That's why. It comes from China. I want to be accurate. Yeah, please, John. I have great love uh, for all of the people from our country. But uh, as you know, China tried to say at one point, maybe this stuff now, that it was caused by American soldiers. That can't happen. It's not going to happen. Not as long as I'm president. Uh, it comes from China. Keep calling this the Chinese virus. There are reports of dozens of incidents of bias against Chinese Americans in this country. Your own aide, Secretary Azar, says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause the virus. Why do you keep using this? Because it comes from China. Racist. It's not racist at all. No, not at all. It comes from China. That's why. It comes from China. I you want to be accurate. Yeah, please, John. I have great love uh, for all of the people from our country. But uh, as you know, China tried to say at one point, maybe this stuff now, that it was caused by American soldiers.
Taco Tote on Central across from the historic Highland Theater has the Family of Five meal deal. One and a half pounds of meat, fresh homemade tortillas, the sides, and don't forget the salsa. Enjoy takeout, dine in, Taco Tote, hugetacos.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road, JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Did someone say pancakes? Quick, go to Sunnyside Up, the place for whole wheat, apple cinnamon, and raspberry granola pancakes, and more. Sunnyside Up, Manala, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunnyside Up offer. Get yours right now at sunny.theplaceilike.com. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com.
Within moments of your vehicle being taken out of your possession due to theft, other crimes are committed. Unfortunately, vehicle theft is all too common, but it can be prevented with the Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. RevelcoNM.com or give us a call at 505-550-4994. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. too like we put the video for all you guys watching and he's like he's moving him up and down you know like that, that's totally racist how did he get away with that back in the day it was 1983 <laughs> oh okay so is that all it was is that all it needed to be but that does that make it racist now with our uh <clears throat> pardon the pun but uh with our with our eyes on it a, a past and current Injustices. So that was a past injustice. So we, we, it's very relevant. According yeah, so to the city of Albuquerque, past and current injustices have to be remedied. So is China Girl uh, banned in the city of Albuquerque playing limits? Uh, there was you something called play. the potato famine in the 1840s in Ireland. My okay. more forebearers, do I go to Buckingham Palace and demand payment because it was a past injustice? And, mm. and I don't know. Give it a try. Yeah, I think we need to look further into this. Uh, you know, you can play, you can definitely play F the police. Yeah, right? But you go China Girl and you're in handcuffs for a hate crime. F the police all day long, right? I think you can do that. Is that, that, that about right there, Murder Mike? You think that's right? Uh, it may not be right, but it is the truth. So what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> well, there it is. Murder Mike is uh, back in the saddle. You got to just give that guy just a little bit of breathing room and all of a sudden the the uh, insight uh, quips and clicks just start uh, going through. Murder Mike, what do you got? Uh, we got numbers. Numbers. Have there been age? Have there been any Asians murdered? How many Hispanics versus Asians have been murdered? Uh, once I get, can find out that kind of information, I would definitely relay it to you. Do you do you recall of any Asian murders this year? Any Asian murders? Uh, and if you shoot. If an Asian is murdered, I should uh, more that counts as a say. double murder, right? Because if you're if you're in a protected group, yeah, right. 
Well, I think it's automatically a hate crime. You can shoot oh, automatically, Hispanics. yeah. You can shoot Hispanics all day long in the city of Albuquerque. But what if somebody from the same a, group murders another member of that group? Is that still a hate, a hate crime? crime. It's still a hate it's crime. Still okay. a hate crime. crime. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm glad it, you clarified. It, it matters the subject of who's being uh, killed. Okay. Okay. So it, even even if it's black on black, it's still hate, right? But if it's black on Hispanic, not hate. If it's black on Asian. Oh, that's a weird one. How do you even do the addition subtraction on that one? Hmm. But if it's a if it's a if it's a murder of people because of their economic status, like we we today I believe is the anniversary of Stalin's ordering of the liquidation of the kulaks, the small okay. property yeah. owners, that's not a hate crime. There's no hate involved because you're removing a, an oppressor class. Okay, so we got to get into okay. the mentality of okay, all right, hmm. all right, I got it. Gang if, related. If Native Americans should should die, what, how, does that, how do you count that? Okay, all right. We got to work all this out. I mean, this is a new reality. We, we, we come it's on. It's the new math. Yeah, oh, this is the new it's math. the new math. How do we? What? How many is it really? How many? You know, how many murders is it really? Do we? Do we not count? So Hispanics, you only count them for half as much, and there's, you know, probably 115 Hispanics that have been killed out of the 120. It's got to be like 80 percent. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Right, yeah. disproportionate amount. Uh, yeah. Right. That's great. Well, it's I'm always be Jagas or Garcia or. You know, some sort of, right? Yeah. The Mexican nationals, do they count? They definitely count to, if you pay them off, right? You pay them the money that they need, and mm. you pay them all day for that in votes, twice all day long. That's true. But if you murder, uh, probably according to Tim Keller's crime statistics, his, you know, someone, a Mexican national, maybe a quarter murder. If you can prove that you were, that the victim was a Mexican, Mexican national who oh, voted in the last oh, election, oh, tricky. That's you get tricky. some extra special like status yeah. there. Yeah. How do you and, and how do you prove? Yeah, and are tough. you maybe you you count them for one half of the one quarter, which would make it one eighth. <laughs> the reason why you want to count it like that because you were racist and asking for his papers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He does. He does not have to shoot him. He does not have to prove his papers. We just Even need to rethink all be, this and just lay this, this all out. Yeah. This is new math, ladies and gentlemen. We got to get yeah. down. We got to get down to the nitty gritty on this. So the numbers that Murder Mike's about to talk about, we probably want to put the different fractions. Absolutely. Double up on the African Americans. Double up on the Asians. Right. Yep. Yep. yep or yep. maybe triple on Asians because there haven't been any. Mm. Heck, you can go. Maybe you get hundred up on Asians. Because there hasn't been one murder of a single... Well, according to the city, as of today, there are current injustices being perpetrated against Asian Pacific Islanders. So, But they didn't give any examples. We'll have to go out and find... Well, what exactly is, is, is a hate crime towards an Asian American? Hmm. If I eat too much at the buffet, is that a hate crime? If they do better than I do on the math test, is that... Is that them directing a hate crime at me? I think so. Yeah. Could I get like special points because I'm not as good at math as most Asian American students would be? I think you get double as a white person. Okay. I think you get double the points against an Asian. So if you score a 50, that's like a hundred. Listen, I'm but all if, for but diversification. If an Asian scores a hundred, it just is a, it's one for one. If if whitey, if we are uh, diversifying in this country, yeah. and whitey becomes a minority. I'm, I'm all behind all this special treatment because yeah. then I'll be benefiting from it. So I might change my position come 10 or 20 years from now. You know, so, well, we'll have to do the math. Then. Situational ethics. It's called, hmm. this is all part of the uh, new uh, math, uh, the critical race theory instructions at Sandia national left. What if you get the jab? And oh, wait, wait. What if you oh. don't get the jab and you're white? 
can you be convicted of murdering? Is that a mass murder? Well, you're a bioterrorist. If, if you're white and you're a registered Republican, oh, white and registered Republican, and you go to work and you're not vaccinated and you're looking for a religious exemption, doesn't that just make you an automatic, like, in a thought are, crime are, on top you, of religious aren't you fanatic? Just Jim Jones at that point? Oh, yeah. I so the thought crime, right, is okay. The the religious fanatic, and then yep. you've got the bioterrorism because you didn't get the jab. I'm I'm like I'm like the worst person in New Mexico right now. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> many of these scientists at the National Labs who are white, who are registered Republican, and who refuse to uh, get the jab. And if you refuse to wear the mask, that's it. I mean, that's a capital punishment. No. Put them down. Yeah. Time to just you know, uh, firing squad. You know. Sentence first, <laughs> trial next. Right. There I'm we sorry. go. <laughs> I think we're clear, clear, total lucidity at this point. All right, uh, Murder Mike, sorry for that. We're just trying to get the numbers together before we hear the uh, uh, drum roll, please, with the uh, numbers. Uh, I am totally lost at this point, so I'm just going to yeah. go. You know what? It. That's okay. So is everybody else. There you just, go. Just, <laughs> just act accordingly. Uh that's all I can say. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. By the way, I've really enjoyed uh, Dale's Rock of Talk dot chat uh, site. He's got some neat stuff going on, and he's going to cover, I guess, a year in review coming up. So that's going to be interesting. All right. Anyway, uh, well, good afternoon, everybody. Quickly recapping events from last week. Beginning with yesterday, Sunday, AFR responded to the 2200 block of Lomas Northeast. That's at UNM Hospital, where a patient had reportedly gone to the hospital. The patient, an unidentified male, had begun to climb down the north side of the building and became stuck, unable to either go back to the roof or down to the ground. AFR's technical rescue unit quickly located the patient and proceeded to get him safely to the ground level of the hospital. Also this past week, there were several homicides reported. On Monday, December 20th, APD and AFR responded to a reported shooting in the 200 block of 63rd Northwest. Upon arrival, they located a victim suffering from multiple gunshot wounds. The victim was transported to UNM Hospital by EMS, where he later died. Then this past Thursday at 2.30 p.m., APD responded to the Blue Water Village apartment complex, that's their course in Central, reference to shooting. They found an unidentified victim deceased who had been fatally shot. APD's homicide detectives are investigating and will release more information when it becomes available. On that same day, the 23rd of December, around 10 p.m., APD, AFR, and EMS responded to a traffic accident at Coors and Hanover. Witnesses reported a Camaro driven by 20-year-old Jesus Alonso Ramirez Olivas. I say that three times twice. Had T-boned a vehicle who had turned in. By the way, that's a quarter point. <laughs> the quarter murder. Quarter murder. Okay. Well, he killed the driver. So I don't know what, what that would count. Now, reportedly, the Camaro was traveling at speeds of 100 miles an hour plus when the T-boned the other vehicle. Olivas was booked into the county jail on charges of vehicular homicide, and he had an extensive uh, traffic record, including several DWIs. So he was driving on a revoked license when the accident happened. Well, then on Friday, Christmas Eve... Are you suggesting that somebody of Hispanic origin who might have been a Mexican national was actually had a driver's license and then had it revoked? Uh, <laughs> you really want what me to is that? that? What, what, how would you consider that, Dowd? <laughs> yeah, You're talking about a Mexican national with a driver's license, then got it revoked. A likely story, I would say. That is not something is wrong. I don't. <laughs> that can't be real. 
<laughs> Boy, I'm glad I'm, I'm just hearing the dispatch of it, not the rest of it. Anyway, reportedly, the crowd was traveling at speeds of 100 miles an hour when it T-boned the other vehicle, and Olivas was booked into the county jail on charges of vehicular homicide. And then on Friday, Christmas Eve, APD responded to a reported shooting in southeast Albuquerque. Around 11 a.m., APD was dispatched to the 500 block of Ortiz Southeast, where they found a 56-year-old male deceased in a vehicle suffering from multiple gunshot wounds. This is also an active investigation by APD's homicide detectives, and they will release more information when it becomes available. And also, you probably know about this, uh, Eddie, uh, Buck, you know, the owner of the rain tunnel. Uh, he has reported four break-ins in less than two months. The, uh, the most recent happened at his car wash on Eubank uh, when thieves rammed through the front glass doors, attempted to steal the ATM machine. And they were unsuccessful and fled the scene. So if he's investigating the events of that as well. So, you know, we wish uh, Buck, you know, good luck with that because he's been hit a lot. Just uh, can I catch you quick, uh, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Mike? That was four homicides over the holiday era in the last week. He said December 20th was the first one. According to my math, 1.25. Oh, oh, okay. Well, the new math. <laughs> right, right. I'm, we're going by the old math for now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. The way it is. Uh, yeah, four, I, I'm going to count for it. Okay, okay. I, I think we're somewhere between 127 and 130, depending okay. on whose numbers. I'm trying to... Wait, wait, depending on who's... We go to you for the numbers, Mike. I, I am trying so to... I really need to... Don't out. tell me you're trying. We, we got you there. We went and counted all again. You got to know what the numbers are. They're not... People are not looking for... We're figuring out more or less where the numbers are at. We got to know what they are. So I think it's 127 is where we're at. I believe that's, yeah, that's correct. Yes. And speaking of, of numbers, switching to the stats overnight, uh, there were only four domestic violence calls overnight. Only. That's it. Yeah. I mean, usually there's 10 or 12. So Lowest I'm, number ever. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's a low number. You know, especially it for, must have been sleeping. Maybe there's nobody else to domestic violence. Sleeping, sleeping it off. <laughs> probably doing just that and getting ready for New Year's. Uh, boy, you can count on that going up. Oh, uh, you know why? The Cowboys won. Of course. That's why. Told you. Yeah. There's a right. There's a reason for everything. There's yeah. no. There are no coincidences. <laughs> the reason why there's no domestic violence. Uh, the Cowboys, yeah, and the Cowboys, they won. Get on. The Cowboys they won. won. Yeah, Cowboys, get boys. Yep. So the boys won, and there's no domestic violence. Uh, Troy Aikman, he's a great quarterback. You know, we got to pray for the Cowboys, just so you know, women don't yeah. get beat by their husbands. Uh, yeah. That's fair. They're all they're all getting tanked on Bud Ice and Bud Light. Teddy Ice, <laughs> Tecate, Tecate, oh. They don't drink Tecate and uh, Dos Equis. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, no white people drink Dos Equis. Okay, I'm not really from that culture. <laughs> yeah, those, uh, uh, brewers like they go their lager. The, okay. the, the lager guys, uh, the lager uh, crafties. Yep, yep. They always go for Dos Equis. I, I don't know why. I saw in Corrales. You couldn't believe this over the holiday weekend. Dos Equis. I saw a can of Budweiser domestic beer in Corrales. That's the help. What is happening to my village? That's the help. Somebody had to clean the stables where you, right. you have the yeah. dog. Yeah. A lot of leaves being uh, raked this time of year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. I actually drink Pacifico. Uh, I like that Thanks, beer. Thanks, Mike. Good beer, but yeah. I like it. Uh, when? When do I drink it? Uh, well, once in, in a blue moon. Right, yeah, the mic's uh, to your right. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I you know. Yeah. I, I drink Pacifico once. How many beers, uh, how many fingers do I have? Huh? Uh, yeah, there we go. You, did you come in with Pacifico? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would be leaving with one. <laughs> I don't have any. 
Yeah. I'm going to move over to some more. You know, you know Pacifico, I believe, was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, was owned by Bill Gates' partner, the guy who owned the Seattle Seahawks. Check into that. Steve Ballmer. Paul, Paul Allen? Oh, uh, Steve Ballmer. Yeah, okay. see if I think if. Pacifico uh, beer. I think, yeah, there you go. Look at you. Drinking the tech stuff. See? Oh, actually, I drink it because I like it. I just like the taste of it. But mm. Cerveza Pacifico Clara, better known as Pacifico, is a Mexican Pilsner style beer. Mm. Uh, it's Thank named you. so because the Pacifico Brewery is located in the Pacific Ocean port city of Mazatlan, hey, Sinaloa. Oh, That's I've been there. <laughs> yeah, the, the ladies in Sinaloa, they all talk like this. It's <laughs> it, really up and down. It's very musical. Oh, uh, I've dated was, a girl. Well, I know. I've dated a girl from like every single province of every single place. I'll, I'll, there's yeah, like 26 the, in Mexico. The, there's a lot, fair number of them, right? They're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, Durango, they're very mean. Okay. They, 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 they are. They're kind of mean. They're kind of painting with a that, broad brush this afternoon. No, I, I, well, while we're just covering the region, <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, it, it was bought by Grupo Modelo in 1954, uh-huh. and then it was later acquired by the Belgian-Brazilian Anheuser-Busch InBev company. Boom! 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 I got Modelo. Whatever too, happened to the Clydesdales? What did? Oh. Why did? Did we not? What happened to the Clydesdales? Didn't that was they, a great ad they have every Christmas. That was, that was the only thing My father's made... favorite Christmas ad. He would he would watch that every year. Maybe they're just horsing around. Oh, you missed there. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that really... he's here all week, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I, I had to get one in there. Yeah, you, you missed that. Uh, okay, shots fired, Michael. Uh, yes, the, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. Overnight, we had uh, five reports of shots fired and four assaults. Uh, there were four, I mean, correction, there were two domestic or two disturbance calls and three outside fires reported, all of which were at various homeless camps throughout the city. Uh, there was one alleged use of force reported, uh, alleged, so it wouldn't actually happen, as well as two site calls overnight. Additionally, there were three commercial burglaries, two down and out calls, and three attempted suicides to report. So that's a quick look at what happened overnight and during the week. Um, no stabbings? No stabbings. and Well, I was going to say no stabbings and no shootings, but we definitely had the shooting. So I'm going to look into that some more, see if I can get some better information on that. Are, are these homeless fires just only going to get worse as the winter goes on? Yep. Yeah. They're setting dumpsters on fire, and then they have homeless camps. and then it just, is, that, is that like a reference to the entire city that's on fire or with murders? Or? Uh, yeah. Well, wherever there's homeless camps, they're, they're setting fires. They're starting fires to stay warm, and then they get bored, and they start doing drugs, so they start setting dumpsters on fire, and, and so it goes. Fire department's been busy this week. So the name of the song is Here Comes the King from Budweiser. I got to, like, the Here Comes the King of Beers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I used to like, I, I, the night is kind of special. The beer will Here's pour. to good friends. No, no. Yeah. Tonight, Tonight is kind of special. Yeah. The beer will pour. <laughs> Must be something more somehow. Could you carry it Tonight. <laughs> Mike, what's the song? Tonight, let it be. Michelob. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me right now? I'm old. Lowenbrow. Oh, Lowenbrow. Let it be Lowenbrow. <gasps> what was remember Michelob? That? Yeah, it's the greatest yeah. uh, beer songs ever. Yeah. Uh, Kiki will be doing this bit next week, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to prepare for it. We're just show prep for them. Really, yeah. yeah, there's there's that. And then uh, there was, uh, you know, uh, did uh, Bud Light, or excuse me, the Miller Light have uh, more more taste, less filling? Oh. Uh, did they actually have a song? Taste great, less filling. Yeah. Taste great, less filling. Yeah. 
you don't have to be calling me Johnson. You don't. You can call me Ray, or you can remember those. Call uh-huh. me anything you want. Just don't call me late, late for, for dinner. dinner. Yes, indeed. You know my favorite Christmas beer out of all time. It What's was that? the Corona one, where you just—it's the palm trees silhouetted, and then one of the trees just lights up with the, and then the guy whistles. Oh, yeah. I, they don't have that on anymore. Well, maybe I just don't yeah, watch yeah, television I, anymore. I, that's I probably. Can't believe I've seen that though. Yep, yeah, that's good. They had one for decades. None yeah. of these are any good. I want you the next level, Chelsea Dagger. Oh, Amstel Light, best beer uh, commercial. Let's see, best beer commercials of all time. Ten funniest uh, commercials. So we got all that stuff. In here, 20 beer commercials that totally nailed the best beer jingles ever made. That's what we're looking for. Okay, um, let's see if we can remember these. You will, they're probably all in your oh my god, are they really going to give me a subscriber? Yeah, of course, that's why I'll never uh, let's see, visit your thing again. Weekends are made for Michelob, that's what I confused it with. Remember, it weekends is? are made for Michelob, yeah, huh? It's not Christmas without the Budweiser commercial. Right, and I agree. They started going all that. What's up? And they started going all this other crap. Right? Was that like the first oh, awakening awful. of the Black Lives Matter? Awful. What's up? I'm like, what is that? That wasn't even funny. Maybe I they were recovering that last summer when the, they had that Black Lives Matter movement uh, march downtown, uh-huh. and that Keller said it never happened. And uh, I got video of it. Them just trashing businesses. Oh that yeah. Night. Yeah, they they do that. But it didn't happen. I Is mean, there lyrics to Here Comes the King? Did you find out? Um, I'm looking up the one. I think it was, <clears throat> wouldn't it begin holiday greetings from Budweiser? I think was the ad. And it would just be the sleigh going through the. Yeah. 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 Here comes the king. Here comes oh, the does. big number one. Budweiser fear the king is second to none. All right. I like this. Just say Budweiser. You've said it all. I think after that it became the Clydesdales. Yep. Right. Like yep. I think that was that was it, and they changed. And the dog, to, of course, on the yeah. But a lot too. of people wouldn't know the name of that song. That mm-hmm. was that was uh, that was it, right? Here comes the king. Here comes the big number one. Okay. Here comes the king. Do they even write jingles anymore? Uh, I don't think people write them anymore. Here comes the king. Every, every ad today is um, uh, a, a biracial couple 
Um, yes, I, I have nothing only, against that, but I don't know that 90% of our commercials should have virus. I mean, it's kind of, that's not no, reflective of the country. No, in fact, you are racist. Indeed, you are racist. For noticing it. Yes. Uh, yes, e- yes. Even the fact that you're calling out yes. a black man with a white woman. I told you, yeah, like, yeah. white women in their 40s, we, what did we find out about sympathetic juries? If you're going to put a black man on the stand, this true, true story. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep. I mean, uh, Mike, pay attention here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you trying. know if you're representing... If you want to be sympathetic towards uh, a, a black male, uh, particularly under the age of 35, 30, you know, that age, what do you want to recruit? Middle-aged white women. Mm-hmm. They'll let them go every single time. Yep. No, it's not even, it's science. Yep. Like yep. the prosecutor's going there, it's like, we're just going to go through the jury, we're just going to start picking up. Our, our whole society has been is. chickified, as Mr. Limbaugh used to say. Yeah. And, the, and the commercials are all about like Subaru feel the love. In the old yeah. days, it was, you know, this Ford pickup is built Ford tough, tough. You know, Dodge trucks are Ram tough. Everything was about strength, you know, and now, now it's just, it's all about Beer love. Beer commercials and, yeah. Uh, yeah. and uh, Bob Seeger songs were where it was at. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Chuck Norris would advertise your product. Um, you know, uh, now, man, how about the Marble Marble man? Yeah. Now, oh, now yeah. it's all you just chickified. That. That's, you know. that's, that's even too, yeah, if you're smoking people. marbles, you're doing something, you're doing something bad. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's a different world out there. Murder Mike. Yep. And the camel, the camel donkey or the what? Whatever, the, the camels. I'm afraid to let you speak anymore. Actually, you're going <laughs> in a direct. Uh, this this was it. This was. Can you just feel the virility? Can you feel the strength? The dominance? Huh? Stood there, there it is. Sweating in the sun. These were the commercials. Beer commercials. Not that long ago. Bob Singer. Yep. yep. Bob Singer. Felt like number Bob one. Singer. The height of summer. I'd never felt that strong. Like a rock. I can feel the testosterone in this. I was 18, didn't have a care, working for peanuts, not a dime. You're not spare. working, you're collecting the check now. But I was so when you're 18, you're caring about solid black everywhere. Life matter. Like a rock. Oh! hands were steady, my eyes were clear and bright, my walk had purpose, Always in the Mustang my there. steps were quick and light, the pretty girl. and I held firm to what I felt was right, like a rock, oh. like a rock, I was strong as I could be. Like a rock. Using the word strong. Nothing ever got to me like a rock. I was something to see like a rock. And I stood arrow straight, unencumbered by the weight of all these hustlers and their schemes.
Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Radio Nikita Hour 3. Up next, we're going to get to the most clicked story of 2021 right here in the Kiva. Thanks, everybody, for joining in this afternoon. AM 1600 is off, but we have 1490 and 107.1. Hopefully, it'll be back tomorrow. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. President Biden meets with members of the National Governors Association on Monday to discuss the ongoing surge of COVID-19 cases across the United States. The president saying Americans can avoid going to the hospital for COVID-19 by getting vaccinated. Chairman of the NGA and Arkansas Republican Governor Asa Hutchinson urges the president to continue true partnership with governors to address the surge. One word of uh, concern or encouragement for your team is that as the uh, as you look towards federal solutions that will help alleviate the challenge, make sure that we uh, do not let federal solutions stand in the way of state solutions. The Powerball jackpot remains unclaimed after no one matched all six numbers in the big drawing on Christmas night. That means Wednesday's jackpot will be worth at least $416 million. This is USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alarouche. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best, raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, goals, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. Going a little bit more in-depth on the COVID-19 pandemic, one infectious disease expert is expecting things to get worse before they get better. The Omicron variant of COVID-19 could create a massive surge of cases in either January or April of 2022. That's according to Rochelle Walensky at the CDC. As the first antiviral pills for COVID-19 promise protection for people at risk, one doctor whose focus is on vaccine distribution says we're going to come out of the holidays a worse-off nation because of Omicron. Dr. Peter Hotez on MSNBC. Here's my worry. We're going to come out of the other side of this Christmas weekend and realize that our health system has already started the unraveling process because we have the confluence of about five or six things that are coming together now um, uh, over the next few weeks. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. The first commanding officer of the Navy's storied SEAL Team 6 died on Christmas at the age of 81. Richard Marcinko's son confirming his passing in a tweet that read in part, his legacy will live forever. In addition to being the first SEAL Team 6 commander, the military hero also helped found Red Cell, another top military counterterrorism unit. Marcinko would earn nearly three dozen medals and citations, including the bronze and silver stars. Follow us on Facebook at USA Radio. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Burke. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. 
Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. This is Jeffrey Candelaria from Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. If you're tired of those old Wall Street cliches, give Pavlos Panagopoulos and his team a call at 505 505- 828-4068 or his website, myfinancialsense.com. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Satera Advisor Networks and Satera Advisor Networks is a member of the Securities Investors Protection Corporation. Call 505-828-4068. Pet Food Gone Wild and Rio Ranchos, Pampers Pets, all natural wet and dry pet foods, tasty treats and supplements too. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild. Ready to answer all your questions about healthy pet foods and treats. Pet Food Gone Wild provides grooming and makes every visit fun and easy with the Pet Food Gone Wild rewards card. 5% off at checkout. Pet Food Gone Wild keeps pets happy. Mobile offers at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer. Pets.theplaceilike.com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683-883-3683. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Someone told me long ago There's a calm before the storm I know It's been coming for some time When it's over so
we won't be spending as much time. <laughs> Let's hope. Let's just hope we won't be spending so much time. So uh, next week, I'll be uh, later in the week. I will be picking out uh, some of my non-Rona stories, just stuff that were most interesting to me, like the piece I did about the salt that is produced in New Mexico that is used to uh, de-ice, uh, de-snow the rest of the country. Really interesting story that didn't get quite as much attention. It's obvious that the Rona stuff uh, is going to be the, the top. Um, number ten, we're going to start with a non-Rona story, though. This was number ten most clicked, uh, most traffic. Uh, through this particular page as picked by you, the subscribers of uh, rockoftalk.chat. Number 10 is MLG's Me Too Hypocrisy. Now, uh, some of us may have forgotten about this. In fact, I hadn't thought about it in a while. Our governor is the outgoing... Is they call it the chair, the president, probably the chair. You can't say chairman or chairwoman anymore. I have to say chair uh, of the Democratic Governors Association. Why we would want our governor focused on political nonsense out of a Washington-based electioneering organization not working on issues here in New Mexico. Uh, I don't know. I think I think that's a question of priorities, and I don't know why she's so proud of that. But anyway, she served uh, in this leadership capacity. She said back in, I believe, early um, March it was, that she would be issuing the organization, Democratic Governors Association, uh, they should and they will be issuing a statement on all the trouble that the New York governor was in at the time. You may recall Andrew Cuomo from the Cuomo political crime family, uh, lionized, uh, feted as the most brilliant uh, gubernatorial leader when it came to coronavirus, got the book deal, got the special Emmy, I think they they, they created just for him. Uh, we were talking about the Cuomo sexuals. There was speculation that he would boot Joe Biden out as the nominee to run against Donald Trump, uh, worshiping Andrew, Andrew Cuomo. And then the little trickle, trickle, trickle river stream flood uh, became of women saying, hey, this guy's a real piece of um, you know what? Well, she said that she would be issuing a statement on her fellow Democrat or fellow governor uh, and that her organization should be issuing a statement on uh, Mr. Cuomo. Of course, that never happened. And your mainstream media never picked up on that. Well, here in the Kiva. We hold people accountable for their actions. Uh, no statement ever issued. Uh, she is a hypocrite through and through. Number nine, we're going to get to uh, our first Rona story. We warned you back in October. And I, I will give a tip of the hat to Alex Berenson, the indefatigable reporter, uh, real reporter. We don't have a lot of those left uh, who's available on Substack. And he's heard on Clay and Buck on this radio network uh, frequently, almost on a weekly basis. Uh, he had brought my attention to this uh, fact that the state of Vermont, where you had insane, even more than New Mexico adherence to taking the syringe, boy, a lot of people seem to be dying, even though their vaccination status was vaccinated. I believe at the time it was something like 76% of all fatalities in Vermont from COVID were from people who had taken their shots, according, uh, as uh, Dr. Disgrace would put it, doing what you're told uh, and taking your shots. That was some very inconvenient information. We warned you about breakthrough fatalities, and when we've had breakthrough cases, breakthrough hospitalizations, breakthrough fatalities, we warned you about this on October 11th, two and a half months ago, ladies and gentlemen, two and a half months ago. We were ahead of this, thanks to Alex Berenson, who raised my uh, attention to this. And I also did some digging to find out just how difficult it is to get these breakthrough numbers. A lot of states either don't report it or they report it very, very late. Or in New Mexico's case, they report it not on their what's called the public dashboard. They have to go to digging in the epidemiology reports. So most states don't really want to get this information out that uh, you can be, quote unquote, fully vaccinated and get very sick from COVID-19. You can even die from COVID-19. More inconvenient truths. Uh, number eight, along the lines of this, our broken dashboard. The Department of Health in New Mexico was 
they do to this day. We still have this dashboard where you can look at the worst case scenario. They only dole out the statistics that tend to confirm the narrative that they want to push forward. We took a look at the information that the dashboard isn't revealing to you. For example, they talk about the number of tests that have been given in New Mexico, but they don't talk about what types of tests, uh, the antibody test, the antigen test, the PCR test, which is deeply flawed. We'll, we'll get into that in a second. They also don't disclose what the status of each hospitalization is. There was an interesting study done earlier this year that showed a lot of the folks that were in the hospital had relatively mild symptoms. They weren't getting oxygen. Uh, they Their blood oxygen levels were above 94%, not lower. Uh, so there was a really honest study done. How how sick are the people in the hospital? Just the fact that you're checked into the hospital doesn't mean you're about to die. You might have relatively minor symptoms. Uh, deaths, another uh, really important case. How many people in New Mexico are dying with one comorbidity, two comorbidities, three comorbidities? That information is not contained on our official uh, dashboard, COVID dashboard. Of course it's it. not. Yeah. Um, and so we pointed out all the all the missing data. You know, what they're not telling you speaks volumes. And of course, I, I visited the dashboard earlier today and they have not added the data that we wanted them to add. No, no surprise there. Uh, number seven, who is Melanie Stansbury? Now, this is our piece we wrote uh, back in January. Yeah, that a long was uh, time right ago. before the CD1 race. Uh, right before in. things kicked off there. Uh, and I had noticed uh, this woman at an CD1 event. one race where I got screwed out of. Yes, oh, I remember that, that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, one. Uh, that happened this year too. Yeah, um, any... where the Republican Party decided to go ahead and Launch a uh, Mark Moore's candidacy to prevent. Well, but it all worked from... out so well for the. It really for the party. did, yeah. you know, just <laughs> the biggest slaughter. Uh, in so Melanie Sansbury, uh, I had noticed at a global warming nonsensical, nonsensical event I was at with Isaac Benton, where they were supposed to be leading this breakout session, and Isaac Benton just sat there like the dope he is, and Melanie Stansbury just took over, and so she was on my radar. Eddie said, "Hey, you might want to look into her. She's running for office. Uh, definitely, people in the Democratic Party who had more." experience than her uh had deeper connections maybe at the at the roundhouse than she did but she had other connections <laughs> she had very very deep connections going back a, a long way to some very powerful people and people back in washington who were able to raise money for her not only did she beat uh all the other what six or seven people running for the democratic nomination this was the ins remember this was the insider only primary you as a democrat didn't get to vote for this any more than you as a republican got to vote for or against mark moore's or eddie aragon this was an all insider uh, special election to replace you guessed it our uh, norwegian uh, former cd1 representative uh, deb holland uh, she's actually norwegian um in addition to other other ethnicities but anyway melanie got the nomination she won she crushed mark moore's uh, the sky's the limit for melanie stansbury with her connections She's a very odd figure. I, the more I looked at her, the kind of stranger she was. She came out of the blue and she became your Albuquerque area congressional representative. And boy, there's still a lot we still don't know. Almost a year old this article now is. And there's still a lot we don't know about Melanie Stansberry. And nobody in the media seems to want to care. Uh, number six for the most clicked uh, piece here on rockoftalk.chat. New Mexico is addicted to welfare. Uh, I laid out all the programs where we compare to other states. I think the worst stat I had here was uh, food stamps. We were basically uh, double uh, our next highest number uh, in Utah and U uh, uh, Oklahoma. I'm sorry. And of course, Utah came out the star. Uh, I think food stamp usage is below 5% of households in, in Utah. Uh, they don't do welfare in Utah, whereas in New Mexico, we do deep, deep, deep welfare. Number five, getting down to our, our uh, the first half of this, government speaks, you pay, something I've been documenting for years. It is uh, basically allowed in New Mexico where government agencies can use 
your tax dollars to lobby for a bond vote or a tax hike vote. Uh, this is a, an, yeah, I feel like they do it all the time. They do it all the time. And of course yeah, you always like hear the only thing they do. Oh, if you vote for this, your taxes right. won't go up. They never tell you that if you vote against it, your taxes will actually go down. I've been looking at the jurisprudence, the case law of this for, for, I mean, it's been going, it's, it's gone back decades and decades. It's all over the maps. There've been some favorable rulings say, yeah, government agencies can do electioneering with your tax dollars. There've been some rulings against it. We need a Supreme court decision to just sort this out because to me, it just gets to the core of, of not, uh, of your free speech right to not have money you contribute to a government then be used uh, for lobbying at the legislature or electioneering in the weeks ahead of election day. Uh, it is uh, remarkably, I think, uh, uh, an awful thing that happens here in New Mexico, the worst I've ever seen of any of the places uh, I've lived. Number four, and I'm very proud of this, was when we came back online after we were taken down by a uh, pretty awful uh, person who targeted us and knew how to hurt us through the IT world uh, and took our website offline back in the spring, uh, costing us, uh, you know, subscriptions and viewers and listeners and and costing our ability to get our content out to you. And we returned and I put a picture of MacArthur uh, at the top of our article that announcing our return. Some people might say that's blasphemy, but uh, we were targeted for just being who we are by a uh, radical Black Lives Matter uh, lunatic. And uh, we finally fought our way back. And believe me, it was not pretty, ladies and gentlemen. We are up and we will never be down again. And boy, we had, I think, more comments on that than than anything we posted this year. People just really happy to have us back. And of course, we were happy to be back. Uh, Number three, getting to our top three here, MLG and the COVID-19 memory hole. This is kind of similar to what I was talking about before. Uh, I wrote this piece uh, because... Ron DeSantis, uh, I think, believe Mr. Aragon's pick for a possible uh, presidential yes, nominee. Yes, I'm in, more in into him than I am Trump, and I've told you, you are, the reason you are. why is I just uh, I think there's just too much baggage with Trump. Yep, and Trump needs to run for Congress this year in his district. Really interesting idea. We looked at that congressional district that he might might be running for. Uh, he mandated that for all of the PCR testing in uh, Florida, confirming according to at least this test whether you uh, tested positive for coronavirus, he mandated the number of cycle thresholds. Now, this gets all very technical, but the cycle threshold number reveals to you how much they had to look for the presence of COVID-19 or or the COVID virus, SARS-CoV-2, in your body. The cycle threshold number matters a lot because the more they run these cycles, it means the less the presence of the virus is in you and the less likely you are to get sick, the less likely you are to be symptomatic, the less likely you are to pass it on to someone else. We can get overwhelmed with data. You know, I'm a data guy. This is a number we needed. We needed it in every state to see if you're testing positive, what's kind of the nature of your positive test. It's really critical information. Ron DeSantis ordered this. It's just good science. Uh, and, you know, I don't know what he knew about the PCR test before he became a governor, but he, he had some good advisors explain to him we need to cycle threshold data. No chance in heck that that would ever happen uh, in New Mexico. And to this day, our governor has not ordered uh, the compilation of the cycle threshold data data for all those yeah, positive and DeSantis tests. did it. I DeSantis mean, that, it. it's yep. just that simple. It's just would not admit. I mean, you just let logic and the science actually lead you, as opposed to tell people that science and logic is leading you when it's absolutely not leading you. Uh, so you can run the switcheroo on the population. It's important data to have. Any person, as Eddie says, truly interested in science wants to have that data. Uh, they have it in Florida. We do not have it in New Mexico. And uh, running quickly now down to our top two, 
Uh, number two, and this one shocked me because I posted this just a couple weeks ago. Uh, our beloved Tessa Mentus, oh. <clears throat> mainstream media person here at one of the local affiliates, Channel Four, uh, tweeted out, New Mexico, our numbers are looking so bad. WTF, how could this be happening? Well, Tessa, if you had done some research over the previous weeks and months, like we do here in the Kiva, you would have known that there were breakthrough cases were happening. And Eddie, you know, it's interesting. The breakthrough, it's, it's, when we see these developments happening, they tend to happen in Israel, in Europe, UK, and then they happen on the East Coast of the United States, and then eventually they come to New Mexico. We're sort of at the end. I think we weren't uh, getting vaxxed, quote unquote, at the same rate they were over there. So it sort of proceeds geographically across the country. Uh, you could have known this, Tessa. Uh, public officials in New Mexico could have known this. You could have known it was coming. I don't know, maybe if you subscribe to Rock of Talk, talk chat, you could have known it, or you could have done your own investigation, or you could have listened to Alex and Berenson. You would have known that these numbers were going to go in that direction, but you didn't because you're lazy because all you do is listen to the governor and her flunkies who never tell you the whole truth, rarely tell you any truth. And so, Tessa, you were a wonderful example this year of, you know, the, um, the concept of the court historian, the historian who works for the king and always writes good things about the king. Uh, you're a court uh, journalist. Uh, you do whatever people in power want you to do. And you're really kind of an embarrassment, Tessa. And all your colleagues are the same. Uh, number one, and I am really proud of this because I got the moms involved in this one. Number one, most clicked. Uh, the posting that had the most traffic in 2021. Won't somebody please think of the children? Uh, this was my dive that was into... That whole campaign, though. <laughs> yes, exactly. The whole campaign she ran on was exactly that. It, it was. You're absolutely right. Uh, this was MLG, the complete lack of science. Complete, complete lack of science. I even quote somebody who writes for The Atlantic, the most establishment left mainstream media publication out there, who had torn apart these arguments for masking our little ones, uh, including that stupid woman who runs the pediatric society here who said, you should be double masking your drooling toddler. Uh, absolute nonsense. There was no science behind this. And I'm really, Eddie, quite proud to see that the parents, not just the moms, but probably the dads, clicked on this the most to get to the facts. And of course, as I always do, linked all the research, all the investigations, all the articles to you so you can get this information yourself. Uh, won't somebody please think of the children? We tore MLG up and down on this. Uh, it was a science-free mandate, like most of her mandates have been, and it was the most read piece on rockoftalk.chat in 2021. Thanks for your readership, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not a subscriber, you can go subscribe this evening. Please do. Excellent, Dowd as always. And just for a little bit of a snippet of what you guys are going to be in store for, um, you're going to get all these notes uh, as well, which we're going to feature. Uh, it's going to be a little bit different, something to encapsulate um, the end of the show with that we're going to end with every single day. Dad will give us his top five links of the day. And then we'll of course, you know, proceed into discussion about local news, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, I think it's our country is spiritually hungry. We are at a place where normal talk radio no longer suffices. Um, you're not getting what you need from the internet. All these quote unquote patriots are sharing their, what they're doing, how they're doing it. I think a lot of people are just busy but not really accomplishing much at this point because what has it accomplished? Um, you know, we've been on the front lines fighting every single day. A lot of noise. The bloggers are out there. They create their noise. I mean, I don't even know what's on. I don't even pay attention to what Joe Monahan writes anymore. 
Uh, don't pay attention to what other bloggers write anymore. Um, I'm paying attention to one guy for the most part because I think there's just a lack of a voice uh, overall. And whether you're thinking about, and I've been thinking a lot about our founding fathers, been thinking a lot about our, you know, the founding fathers of Christendom, which are apostles uh, as well. I just think that there's such a unique opportunity to talk about the people who broke through spiritually and then the people who broke through not just spiritually, but who carried that on to establish government. And I've, I've been moved by The Chosen. Uh, it's a great film that you can see in a very historical context that is dramatized in such a way that uh, it will captivate you. Uh, emotionally, it will bring tears to your eyes. Uh, it will move you in a way that will possibly even make you a believer. Because I think it's such a real, raw rendition of exactly what may have happened when Jesus was born. And that's just so important to me. And I think it's also important for us to notice, you know, the founding fathers, much like Jesus. We also have to think about the, the first people who are the founders, you know, the first people of Christendom, of course, that's Jesus Christ and God. And then the first piece of people of this country, of course, were George Washington. You know, it. Uh, I looked at the declaration of independence and, and, um, you know, it's a quick question. I'm leading, leading the witness here, but uh, Dowd, um, give me a, a quick rundown of who you think, without looking, uh, who's in the picture of the Declaration of Independence, you had to say. Uh, in terms of who wrote it or in terms of the uh, portrait? The who were in that portrait. Oh, the portrait. Saying, well, yeah. I mean, all the people who met, you know, in seventeen that, that hot summer of 1776 uh, with Jefferson writing the first draft that was modified by Adams and Ben Franklin. They made some very minor changes because Jefferson was such a brilliant man. Um, I guess most prominently, I haven't looked at the picture in a while. I'm sure our, our GW was uh, very prominent in that picture. <laughs> I would assume. Oh, wow. You would assume uh, he was not in the picture. He was not in the picture. Yeah, he is not in the Declaration of Independence. But that did not prevent these great. Yeah, go look at it. It's pretty amazing. Wow. It did not prevent these great men from all having George Washington, who was born on my birthday, back in the day, and we will celebrate President's Day on February the 21st of uh, this year. And I wanted to share this with you. And you're, if you're fortunate enough to hear this, folks, if you've heard this before, if you've heard me talk about this before, this is what you're going to get at the end of every show. We're going to talk more about this because the people who started this country were not the types of people who were going to say, yes, go ahead, mask us, vax us, Make sure that uh, we're good to go. Uh, we'll let the government do whatever it wants at any point, at any time. Um, that's not who, that's not the spirit that they embodied. That's not the spirit that they had. And George Washington was just such a soldier. He was, in many ways, a common man. He was not a rich man. Thomas Jefferson died a poor man. George Washington married into riches with Martha Washington. He was a surveyor. And I want you to hear... The story about George Washington, I want you to kick off the year just thinking about the types of things that these men did. They were normal human beings. And tomorrow I'm going to read another one, which is really good, which is going to be talking about the underbrush, which I think is very important. It's a good metaphor for where we're at and who we're allowing to lead and why it's so important for you as people who are men of God, people who believe in this country, to think about running for office in 2022, and I hope I inspire you to do so. Because one of the reasons why we have what we have 
uh, in this country and in this state in terms of leadership is because good men, all that is needed for evil to persist is for good men to do nothing. And I'll talk about that tomorrow. So, Dow, did you did you find George Washington? Yeah, it's there? interesting. Forty-two of the fifty-six signers are depicted in that that painting. Apparently, the the painter could not get reliable likenesses of the ones he wanted to include the full the full uh, display. Uh, fortunately, the people who actually wrote and edited it, the three the three principals are in it. Um, you know, but also some very big names: uh, uh, Roger Sherman from my uh, my Connecticut, of course. Um, it's interesting though. Uh, Caesar Rodney, the man with the terrible cancer, who wrote all night to to, to shift the the Delaware delegation uh, o- over. Uh, he he is not depicted. Uh, Samuel Huntington, Huntington uh, Connecticut yep, native, he is, yep. is in there. Uh, it's um, very interesting. Uh, Richard Lee from the, the of course the Virginia. Lees and uh, uh, did I say Jos- Josiah Bartlett from New Hampshire? Mm-hmm. Uh, but very interesting, of course. Washington, as you say, uh, not in it. And uh, boy, those 14, 14 signers got gypped out of that very famous portrait. But it is a huge portrait, apparently. But it is a George twelve Washington, by eighteen right. foot oil on canvas inside the Capitol Rotunda. And I used to give the tour, and I would always take people through there, and every single person. And it was the best trick question for everybody that came through. It was like, oh, is that where George Washington? They think George Washington's sitting down. Guess not. George Washington has nothing to do with yep, the Declaration yep, yep, of Independence. Yep, 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 that's right. Not a single thing. Not a single thing. But he is all about President's Day. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, talk to you about George Washington here in these uh, last few minutes. And uh, please take a listen. And uh, I used to give tours of the Capitol Rotunda all the time. And I used to love talking about George Washington. And every single person would always talk to me about how George Washington was in that portrait. I'm like, are you sure? Are you sure? And only one person in all the tours that I gave, which were probably, I don't know, probably a good 100, 100 tours. And I'd give, you know, a good three, four tours a day. And I loved doing it. People would visit from New Mexico and I'd give them a tour and they were so enamored in all this. So <clears throat> the, the height of that port of that pic- yeah, painting right? Is twice the size of an average, you know, six yeah. foot tall man. It's gigantic. It's unbelievable. My goodness. I probably passed by it and didn't even think much about it. I, I didn't spend a lot of time on the hill because I was down in Old Town Alexandria. But you assumed, of course. Oh, yeah, of course, like anyone would. Yeah, <laughs> <every single laughs> wow, wow, my God. Fascinating. Fascinating. With its promises of divine protection, such as a thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not approach you. And He will call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. Psalm 91 is sometimes called the soldier's psalm. Though by no means limited to combatants, young George Washington seems to have been the recipient of God's supernatural charge of protection, so much so that he became known as a soldier who could not die. In the French and Indian War, The Americans and their English and Indian allies fought the French and their Indian allies. In 1755, 23-year-old Colonel Washington brought 100 Virginia buckskins to join forces with veteran General Edward Braddock and his 1,300 British troops on an expedition to oust the French from western Pennsylvania. A combined force reached a point seven miles from the French fort, and while Following a path through the wooded wooded ravine, they marched directly into a waiting ambush. The enemy opened fire on them from both sides. Braddock's soldiers were veterans of European wars. 
that were traditionally fought on open ground rather than in woods such as Pennsylvania. When the British came under fire, they lined up shoulder to shoulder along the bottom of the ravine and, not surprisingly, were slaughtered. Over the next two hours, 714 were shot down with only 30 of the French and Indians being shot, nearly all of those by Washington's buckskins, who were accustomed to woodland warfare and had sought cover when the attack began. Of the 86 British and American officers in the Battle of 62 were either killed or wounded. George Washington was the only mounted officer not shot off his horse, though he had been particularly vulnerable, having courageously ridden back and forth along the front lines, delivering General Braddock's orders among the troops. When General Braddock was mortally wounded, Washington took command, gathered the panicked troops, and retreated to Virginia. Along the way, Braddock died. And Washington, whose request for military chaplains for the Virginia, for the Virginia troops had been regularly refused by the governor of Virginia, took on himself the role of military chaplain, personally conducting the funeral services, reading scriptures, and offering prayers. Washington and his bedraggled remnants finally reached Fort Cumberland in Western Maryland on July 17, 1755. Word had spread across the colonies that all the troops had been killed, so Washington promptly wrote his family, assuring them that he was still alive, but only as a result of what he described as the miraculous care of Providence. He also told his brother, As I have heard since my arrival at this place, Fort Cumberland, a circumstantial amount of my death and dying speech, I take this early opportunity of contradicting the first and of reassuring you that I have not as yet composed the latter. But by all the powerful dispensations of providence, I have been protected beyond all human probability and expectation, for I had four bullets through my coat and two horses shot under me, yet escaped unhurt, although death was leveling my companions on every side of me. As word of God's supernatural protection of Washington swept the colonies, the Reverend Samuel Davies considered the greatest pulpit preacher in America, and a notable leader of the national revival known as the Great Awakening, suggested that the manner in which God had directly intervened to preserve the young and largely unknown Washington certainly seemed to indicate that, quote, Providence had hitherto preserved him for some important service to his country. Additional confirmation of just how miraculous Washington's preservation had became in years later in 1770. Washington returned to the same Pennsylvania woods in which he had earlier fought, but this time on a peaceful surveying mission. An ancient leather-faced Indian chief heard that Washington was back in the area and traveled to meet him, explaining, I have traveled a long and weary path that I might see the young warrior in the great battle. Over a council fire, the chief declared that he had been a leader with the French 15 years earlier and then recounted the famous battle from his perspective. He explained that he had ordered his braves to single out the officers and shoot them down, that Washington had been specifically targeted. Chief proudly announced that his own rifle had never before been known to miss, but after personally firing at Washington 17 times without effect, he concluded that Washington was under the care of a great spirit. He therefore instructed his braves to stop firing at him, confessing to Washington that he had come to pay homage to the man who in particular favored of heaven and who can never die in battle. Red Hawk, another Indian chief in battle, similarly testified to shooting 11 times at George Washington without hitting him. And because his gun also never missed hits mark, he too ceased firing at him. Likewise, convinced that the great spirit protected him. 24 years later, in the 1779 Battle of Brandywine, a similar divine intervention occurred. Throughout that battle, British Major Patrick Ferguson, a renowned rifle shot and head 
of the British sharpshooters, quietly moved his men around in the forest, singling out one American after another, shooting them down. As the battle proceeded, he pointed out the next target to his men, and he and three of his best sharpshooters drew down on the unsuspecting victim. Just before Ferguson ordered them to fire, he experienced a surprising impulse, later recounting that the thought of shooting that particular soldier suddenly disgusted him. Looking eyes with him over the sights of Ferguson's rifle. After a few moments, the American slowly turned his horse, deliberately showed his fully exposed back to Ferguson, and then calmly cantered away. Ferguson recalled, I could have lodged a half dozen balls in him before he was out of my reach, but I let him live. He later discovered it had been General George Washington whom he had allowed to live. Early historian Layman Draper observed of this incident, had Washington fallen, it's difficult to calculate his probable effect on the result of the struggle of the American people. The singular impulse of Ferguson illustrates a forcible manner in the overruling hand of Providence and directing the operation of a man's mind when he himself is least aware of it. On numerous occasions, Washington openly testified of God's protection over him. He recognized that his life existed only as a result of miraculous care of Providence. He also understood the importance and the part that he had played in America's formation was by the direction of God, acknowledging, I have only been an instrument in the hands of providence. Washington's bravery in the face of death and his trust that his life was in the hands of God are especially seen on Christmas night, 1776. His military campaign disaster, his military campaign of 1776, which began well with the British evacuation of Boston, had turned into a disaster. His untrained and disciplined army was quickly defeated by the professional British forces and the ruthless Hessian mercenaries on Long Island and Mount Washington. In the retreat from Manhattan and during the various skirmishes, he had lost New York, practically all of New Jersey, and thousands of troops. By the time Washington's army escaped across the Delaware River into the Bucks County, Pennsylvania, his army had declined from 28,000 troops to 2,400 on Christmas Day and was literally in rags and, believe it or not, near near starving. <clears throat> it's hard for me to read this next part. American morale was very low. Desertion rates had been high, with the prevailing sentiment that the cause for liberty was already dashed. On New Year's Eve, almost every soldier's term of service would expire in Washington, would be left with an army of approximately 1,200 he had to do something bold and decisive on the entire army would disappear. Benjamin Rush, a Philadelphia doctor and signer of the Declaration of Independence, stated so, and he visited Washington at his headquarters on December 23, 1776, and wrote of this meeting, While I was talking to him, I observed him to play with his pen and his ink upon several small pieces of paper. One of them, by accident... fell upon the floor near my feet. I was struck with the inscription upon it, and it read, Victory or Death. This was Washington's reality. He had determined he must attack and defeat the garrison of 1,400 Hessian soldiers posted in Trenton on the eastern bank of the Delaware, or he would die. He proposed to cross the quarter mile of icy Delaware River about nine miles from Trenton on Christmas night, Victory or death was a password for the surprise attack. It was an exceedingly dangerous plan, transporting 18 field cannons, 
350 tons of ammunition, trapped horses, 2,400 men across the river of Black of Night, though the unrelenting sleet and snowstorm ended up taking up 14 hours. Fishermen joled and steered the frightened ferries across the current, while the men ran across the Durham boats, battling their way through large flows of ice that clunked heavily against their sides. Earlier that month, Thomas Paine had written a new essay that Washington ordered read on his troops on Christmas Day. As the men prepared to climb aboard the boats, these stirring words from Paine were heard. These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will, in this crisis, shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands it now deserves the love and thanks of man and woman. Tyranny, like hell, is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us, that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What we obtain too cheap, we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives us everything in its value. Heaven knows how to put a proper price on its goods, and in thus it would be strange indeed if so celestial an article as freedom should not be highly rated. By the time the army was across and ready to march nine miles to Trenton, it was 4 a.m. Too late to launch the planned pre-dawn surprise attack on Hessians, but to retreat would be even more dangerous if the troops were discovered mid-river. They would be easy targets for British marksmen, and at this point, there was no turning back. Of Washington's 2,400 bedraggled soldiers, many did not have boots, those who used burlap bags or rags toweled around their feet left a trail of blood as they marched. Major John Wilkinson recalled the snow being tinged here and there with blood everywhere from the feet of men who wore broken shoes. As they marched, Washington rode up and down the line, encouraging men to continue to the bitter cold and snow and wind. Providently, the snowstorm was so strong that the German troops believed no one would be out such horrible conditions on Christmas night. So they didn't send out any patrols or post on sentry. When Washington's troops arrived at 8 a.m. to storm the town of Trenton, the Germans were caught completely off guard. In the battle that ensued, over 100 Hessians were killed and wounded, 918 captured, with several hundred more managing to escape. The Americans suffered only two, two fatalities and five wounded, including future President James Monroe. Though many more died from hypothermia and disease at noon, Washington's victorious army marched out of Trenton through slushy roads to the river crossing with their prisoners, six brass cannons, approximately a thousand arms and much needed ammunition. And it took them only 12 hours to cross that Delaware. When the continental troops finally collapsed into their tents, they'd gone 48 hours without food and almost as long without sleep and marched 25 miles in frightful weather. It also won extraordinarily critical victory for independence. The effect of the battle of Trenton was out of all proportion to the numbers involved and the casualties as it galvanized the colonial effort. And for the first time, Washington's forces had defeated a regular British army in the field. And within two weeks, 15,000 volunteers showed up and Washington began driving the British across New Jersey as the revolution has been saved. We'll see you tomorrow, bright and early, 4 p.m. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.